0: That was the same kind of th- thing as art that I was just like so into. It was like filming skate videos, practicing tricks, just skating for fun, having to skate in contests for the shops I was sponsored by. Uh, you know, all I did was fucking skateboard shit, dude. Mm. And then music shit was like, you know, hip hop was always interesting yeah. in, in so many different ways. And then, you know, when you can be like more participate. Participatory, participatory.
1: Participate. God,
0: we don't sound very smart, but no, when you can participate in it more, it's even more fun to be able to immerse yourself in some shit you love. You know, so you know whether it's writing graffiti or breaking or just like you know writing yeah. music and, and recording and, and, and going to open mics and doing battles and shows and shit. That's just fun, man. It was just fun to like
1: have some were take up I mean, your and time. You, there was a time when you and I. There was a time when you and I. Um, I got focused on other things, and you got. I mean, this was you. It was very clear that this was your career choice, yeah, right? Yeah, a state of and focus. And when that on music. happened, did you think that at that time there was anything holding you back, or were you? Did you believe like, fuck it, this is what I'm going to do long term? I mean,
0: I, I just like wanted to do it. I was having so much fun doing it, and it just felt just like something. It just felt like the thing for me to do, mm. you know? I was like feeling the vibe. I, I wasn't really nervous about taking the chance. I didn't I just knew I would regret it if I didn't. And mm. that's like that's the one thing I really don't want. Um and people always say, I hate I hate when people say this thing. I got no regrets in life. Like I think that's such a fucking fake Reed. statement because it's okay to have regret. It's okay no to make shit. a mistake. Like, wait, Jay-Z says, wait, uh, gotta learn to live with regrets. Like it's okay. People are like, I wouldn't change anything. I'm glad of the way everything turned out. Yeah. Fuck, dude. It's okay. Sometimes shit goes wrong. Sometimes I wish certain things didn't go the way they were. It's okay to have regrets. But I would have regretted not going hard with the music. And, you know, I, I pushed and pushed and things did good. And I so I don't regret any but I made accolades that I was, you know, it's like levels of things. So you achieve one thing that you oh, God, it would be so cool if I could do this. Mm-hmm. And then you get that. And then you need the next one, the next one. And that also kind of creates some kind of unhealthy relationship with it the career aspect of it, I guess, but it's, you know, you still feel proud about yourself because you're climbing these levels, but then once you climb it, it's not enough because you want to keep going because you need more, because it's a long road to get to where you think you're going to go and you want to go in your head. Um, And that, that kind of ruins the uh, artistic love about it. But I would always progress, you know, stress the progression artistically too. I think that's more important than anything. Obviously you want your career to grow, but I like when artists grow or, or, or always Getting better with time. Like we were just listening to that Black Thought EP, yeah. Eat Ninth Wonder. He's at the top of his game twenty years down the line. Yeah. Like never sounded better. You know, you hear artists like Common's first album. Yeah, it's not so great. Resurrection, second album's fucking classic. Yeah, it's nice to see artists progress and grow. And but get then, better. even
1: after Common, years down the line, when he released the Sixth Sense, that was a fucking dope album. Mm. You know? Oh yeah, like
0: Water for Chocolate. There yeah, hold on, Mike. Yeah, I mean, it's it's when you can see people getting better, so you see movie directors sometimes get better. Sometimes you see people get worse. That's always a bummer.
1: Yeah. I mean, I think that you're right with the idea of, um, Regret and people that say that they live their life with no regret or that you know, like you know, they wouldn't change a thing. I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? There are a million things of that I could have changed that oh, I look yesterday. back at right now. Yeah. You know, like I'll be sitting there thinking about shit that I did in high school or shit that yeah. I did even before high school I'm like, Man, like oh, it's it's still God. embarrassing. And it's one of those things where you like look down yeah. and mutter at yourself, yeah. like,
0: goddamn, you know. I mean, you need those things like regrets. That's what kind of steers you in the better direction the next time. And dude. if you don't have
1: regret, what's a what's a sign of fucking change? Like yeah, yeah, we were yeah. talking about earlier. The person that you are right now is very different from the person that you were, you know, fifteen how, years ago, yeah, twenty, 20 years, years ago, ago whatever, right? And so all those all those steps and all that progression that you you were talking about all are a result of behaviors yeah. or things in yourself that you recognize that you needed to change to better yourself yeah. and better your life. You made those changes and then this is where this is the, the culmination of all. Yeah, that, you it's know? true.
0: I mean, like I'm definitely, I'm I'm thankful for everything where I'm at and all really? that, but at the same time, you know, there's definitely things, ah, man, maybe this could have gone better if there was timing or executed better, I didn't make this move instead of that move and shit. But, you know, you don't dwell on it, you just learn from that shit. And it's okay to admit that. that do I, you
1: think that people that our age now, like in their mid thirties, are are looking back, um thinking like it's too late to pursue things, or do you think that yeah, this whole idea? Because if thirty is a new fucking twenty, then I'm twenty six <laughs> years old, and you're real young at twenty six. Yeah, you don't yeah. know shit.
0: No, it's true. I mean. Depends what you're trying to pursue. I mean, you know, you've got physical limitations. Certain careers you can hold better when you're older, some when you're younger. So there's definitely, that's a reality that you've got to come to grips with. You know, I ain't going to end up in the fucking MLB pitching for right. the Sox at this age. Right. You know, and maybe even like certain music careers for some people, but some people blow up when they're like like fucking Charles Bradley. Yeah. Gets put on when he's like in his mid-50s and blows the fuck up. I mean, you know, actors, that happens a lot with, uh, stand-up comedians often are in 15 years before they catch any semi breaks, yeah. 20, you know? Um, so it depends what you're trying to do, I guess. And it depends if you're like looking at it like that, you know? I mean, it takes balls and, and energy to pursue any artistic endeavor. And, you know, you got to be willing to do that. But it depends what you're trying to do. You can be creative. You can reinvent things. You know, you just, I think thinking you're defeated, or thinking you're stuck with one thing is like, it's letting other influences or energies mm. influence your thinking, limit your potential. I don't like to spell that bullshit love like you can be anything you want well you can be if everything goes right you know like you know the right people you are very talented and timing and the stars all fucking align right but like you do if you want it you're gonna have to try you never know some people are gonna have it a little easier somebody's daddy might work for fucking some big picture company or own a record label that's just the way the cookies are crumbling dude you know so there's somebody else even got it worse so you just gotta try you know Yo, know, that voice that's interviewing me on my own fucking podcast <laughs> is not only my, uh, my dear close friend from many years back. He's a great writer and artist himself. He also owns the hippest, coolest bar in all of Dallas, The People's Last Stand. This is my good friend Kartik Rathor. Hello. We are uh, in Dallas, Texas and shit um, in a little hotel room.
1: The best hotel room that you've been in so far, this right? This on this
0: tour, um, this tour is life. the jankiest. This is a janky little place. There's paint chips in the bathtub. And I'm just tired and lazy. I'm only here for like 17 hours. I'm just not going down to the fucking front desk to complain to some fucking poor teenage kid getting minimum wage about paint chips in the bathtub. I don't want to do that, but at the same time, it's fucking paint chips in the bathtub. So if I get gangrene in my foot, uh, you know, it was nice nice knowing you guys. It's brutal. <laughs>
1: No, is that a genuine concern of yours? No, but it just it's just gross. It's paint. It trips. is fucking gross, man. They always say
0: paint trips are bad. Full of lead.
1: I mean, just in general fucking hotel rooms are nasty, you yeah, know? Yeah,
0: and it's funny even the nice ones you still know like the rules of of the comforter. Just nail yeah. on that comforter. Exactly. Uh and you know, I mean, sometimes like I've gone in a hotel room uh, even on this tour and gone into the uh sink and there's like hair from someone who shaved, yeah. that wasn't me, yeah. you know? And I'm like, God damn. Or sometimes, how are you going to do me with two fucking towels, man? You know I'm going to call down there, and I will use every – and I know this, and this is not something I should be proud of, but Kartik, I destroy hotel rooms and use all the towels. i use them as, like, napkins. I'll sit in the bed and eat Cheetos or other snacks, and i use the towels as napkins. I, but I always leave tips. I always leave tips for the cleaners. But I, I fucking leave them dirty because I don't dirty my own
1: uh, house.
0: Fucked up, right? It's, that is it's a little like, fucked up, It's a up, transgression man. on my character. Yeah, 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 I'm yeah. aware of this. I've
1: done it, too, but it is a little It is a little fucked up yeah, to do that to people. But is. as long as you're compensating. But I, yeah, him.
0: and I throw a little extra bread. I mean, it's not like I'm fucking pissing on the carpet. Right, right, right. Uh, it's just, you know, towels are all now, used and dirty. some
1: of the guys on your tour, when they stay in these hotel rooms, I'm sure they have fucking crazy stories about some of the yeah, stuff they've the, seen, too. Some, right? I mean, yeah, especially the, uh, the older dudes
0: who, who've yeah. kind, of, kind of been out there a little longer. Um, they have... They have more epic tales and shit. It depends on like what – there's some crews that do like sober tours where like say the artists are dead sober. They make sure every crew member is sober too, and those obviously are not very wild. But even on like some like, – like Slayer is a more of a, a weed-smoking crew. Mm. So it's like less partying, less drinking and alcohol and drugs and more more uh, ganja, just tons of ganja going down, edibles. But then some other tours are more drinking, and you're smoking weed, and you're like the weird outcast or – Sometimes there's tons of blows. Some bands. It depends what the artists are like, you know. You know what the what the music is. What, what's the scene they're bringing and attracting and shit like that.
1: So as you travel throughout the country, all you guys, I'm sure that you know y'all have weed on the bus. Do you? Are you ever I can, at all confirm nor deny this? <laughs> I mean, Is there ever a level of nervousness from no. traveling state to state We're about either getting pulled the over? In, in
0: Canada, you always toss everything. You always get rid of it. It's like a cannabis cup uh, okay. in the dressing rooms after the show. You get rid of everything. Nobody brings nothing over. You usually have connects to get things once you cross over but you don't play Canada is the hardest border to cross into and it's funny because it's the neighbor it's the same continent and it's just driving in uh, it's it's a hassle especially on music tours they always give you a hard time especially depending if you have a record mm. um, but state to state no I mean you don't do dumb things like attract attention with a tour bus you know we're not driving crazy um, you know you smoke in the back lounges and shit you know it's fine it's low-key yeah and no one ever stops and search, At least not in my, except for border crossings. I've never had a cop come on our bus or anything like
1: that. Mm. I mean, and you seem a little bit brazen about it too. When we were walking uh, down the street earlier. I smoke earlier.
0: weed everywhere though, dude. I mean, I And know you've, never,
1: you've never had a hard time with it?
0: Uh, I've been arrested for it, yeah, in like New York City and shit. I don't do that there, but I'm I just, I just smart about it. Like, you know, I know I'll be in Texas or Alabama or somewhere where it's not like California or yeah. Colorado, but you just got to watch your shit. You know, you got to just be aware of who you are. There's tactics. There's little tricks of the trade, little things where you can, like, alleyways, ways to walk and dip in, smoke behind. And yeah, it looks places not sketchy to.
1: as fuck, too. Yeah, you know? well, no, you
0: just, if you look cool. I mean, look, a little, i dress like this now, like yeah. a little nicer than just like rolling around with a hoodie on yeah, and, and yeah, some yeah. baggy ass jeans. Um, You know, but you got to know where you're at. That's the thing. You can't, you can't just, the problem with New York was it doesn't matter where you're at. There's, they're everywhere. The cops are everywhere. The cameras are everywhere. It's like the fucking. The testing grounds for like martial law and, and total, uh, what do you call that? Monitoring. What do you call it? what they're watching? Surveillance. Surveillance. Yeah, I mean, there's. It's amazing how many police are in New York City. Undercovers, regulars, cameras everywhere. I don't like that about it. When mm. I like was toward my end of my tenure living there, that was one don't thing. Do you think I didn't it's like,
1: like that everywhere though?
0: I mean, it's definitely like that more, but New York, it, it's different because there's no space between mm. buildings. It's just it, you. You can't go anywhere. There's no escape. I mean, I think it's like that in the I guess London's the worst, allegedly, camera wise. So, most surveillance in the world. Yeah. And I mean, yeah, any major city, but New York, you can feel it, man. There's so many cl- cops everywhere, police everywhere, mm. undercover's fucking, all these sh- cameras. It's just, ooh, I just don't like that. As I get older, don't you don't, know, you don't feel like I kind of like start getting away no, from the No, man, crowd I mean, I, more.
1: and for us now, it seems like there's a fucking tracking device in everybody's pocket. Yeah, you, you know? got to accept that. Everything, I mean, everything. As much of a stand as you can take to try to step back from it and step away from unless you, it.
0: Unless you have to go off the grid all the way. Totally,
1: right? Because there's no real way that you can, even if you make a, a conscious effort to keep your opinions off of social media.
0: Yeah, I mean, they still could follow you and find you. Yeah. And no way if you got a goddamn smartphone, unless you want to get a flip phone.
1: So what I do for a living, I get a lot of calls from advertisers and marketing and people that are like. A business line or your personal? Business. They'll say, well, we want to install this app that you encourage your, your your customers to download onto their phones, and then you send them specials directly when they're in, like, a five-mile radius or a two-mile radius of your location. Like, it's tracking them, and we see that they're in a— What do, do know, they get? They get like, they'll get like 20% off an appetizer or something uh, like, you know, that was the kind of pitch that, that's not something we would do, but that was the kind of pitch that they were selling. I was like, man, I'm not going to do that as if, is it evasive, yeah, feel? as if, as if there aren't enough opportunities for somebody or something or some company to be. Following us or tracking us, like you it's want this fucking you, mom you and pop there. shop in Dallas, Texas, this bar that people are supposed to go and to it's to have the people's fun. People's last stand. Yeah, man. you Truly want us to be was, fucking tracking though, them too? You living know, up to
0: your name, dude. Yeah, it's very righteous. I, I I feel like a lot of people, especially moving forward with technology and shit, probably would like do that, thinking that's like the norm of, of business models now. So that's pretty
1: righteous. I mean, and I, I mean, it, it goes back to staying true to to what you believe in and what you've always Keeping believed it, in. Me. You know, card The amazing. older, I mean, dude, the older that we get. You know, like, if it would bother me, if, like, some guy asked me for my phone number. Anytime any store asks me for my phone number, I'm like, no, no, fuck you, you know? you don't
0: need my email unless you're sending me a receipt. Yeah, (laughs)
1: Yeah. dude, it's
0: unfucking necessary man. I don't like that. I mean, I always think, like, you know, I know what, like, you were asking me about, like, success and things like that earlier about kids we knew from high school. I think, like, one form or a signal for success for me would eventually, when I'm older, to a point where it's real hard to reach me. You know, Mm. like, I got an email, maybe a landline. Right, okay. and I'm in Mexico or somewhere chilling so I can just serve you. You know, uh, that would be nice. Yeah. No, no social media. If I had nothing to promote, I don't think I'd have
1: social media. If well, have that, a was, a, that was a conscious art. decision that you made that you wanted to pursue a career. Yeah, and, that's and I know what
0: comes with it. And so I suck it up and I make the best of it and have fun with it. And I, I, I will look at the things I want to look at. I put out the things I want to put out, and I'll clown anything else.
1: Well, let me ask you this. As somebody that um, – that does, is pursuing a career and has always pursued a career that in the public eye, you know, do you think that there are things from your past that can come back and haunt you the way that they are for some other major? I mean, obviously, uh, you yeah, know. Yeah,
0: I mean, well, I guess it all depends what your career is because like certain things, like if you're trying to be a politician, there's a lot. Of shit that can get you in trouble, yeah. right? If you're trying to be a rapper of a certain, like if you're trying to be a gangster rapper, and they find out that you had snitched on somebody, or you were a bitch made that you, although it doesn't seem to matter anymore with rappers. Right. Rappers, it doesn't your credibility doesn't matter. But I mean, it depends what you're trying to do. If I was trying to be like, um, like a, a clean cut. Um, like if ABC family host and they find out you got a criminal record or something like, yeah, it could fuck your shit up. Depends what you want. That's I'm,
1: not what I mean. I don't mean uh, like you're You're, you're a criminal record. I mean like, oh, like personal, personal relationships that you've had with people. I mean, like anybody, and say, say, you.
0: say anybody yeah, talks to somebody like an ex-girlfriend or a person you had a beef with or yeah. fight with or, or street fight beef shit with or, or, or a business disagreement. They're not going to be happy with you. That's the nature of that though. And like, I just don't want to stress about that shit. You can't help it. I mean, I can't change any of those things. Yeah, I'm sure there's some. Depending on what you talk to, you talk to the wrong exes of mine. They probably tell you all well, kinds of. Well, that's my. Th- th- things. I mean,
1: today we spent a lot of time talking about people from high school that we know, people that we grew up with in Boston. that it's we reminiscent. were reminiscing. Yeah, you know, like we always do. Every time we get together, which is which is a very frequently we talk, we
0: talk frequently. music and, and and reminisce. Yeah, and Carter grills me like I feel like I'm on goddamn 60 Minutes.
1: No man, it's interesting it's to talk ball. to you What's because. That? That? You, Chris know, you yeah. You and I have had have shared a very similar and and uh, and strange kind of path, yeah, yeah, you yeah. know. And you, it, it's it's interesting to go back and see the similarities of the way that we think yeah, now at this point, given yeah. that we're so close in age and that you know yeah. all the shit that we've been through and that we've seen, which wasn't like traumatic by any means compared to some of the things that people have, have dealt with. But you know, it was interesting nonetheless. Yeah, yeah. You know? Definitely
0: not boring and. Uh,
1: so you know, in talking about those people, if we're the image that we still have for that, for some of the people that we talked about today, the image that we still had, I was like, man, was that person? Did that person ever get like cleaned up? Did they ever clean up their yeah. act? Or like some people have, and it's awesome. You but
0: know, and then if some we're judging
1: them. people, or we still hold on to the, the opinions well, that we've had of people, nothing, not judging, just but like assessing. right, oh, yeah, just, yeah look, not just judging looking, at all. Just, That's just the wrong looking,
0: word. Just looking at where where what they're what they're up to, yeah. and how they are.
1: But the, the memories that we've had for these people are, you know, they could be good, they could be bad, but they're so fucking different now, yeah, you know? Like, yeah. we've changed so much in the course of the last 20 years, as of, as has everything yeah. and everyone else, you know?
0: I think, like, the choices you make, too, and the experiences you're going to end up having can change you. And, you know, some people who maybe don't take a lot of chances or don't kind of step out of certain comfort zones, they're most likely... To not change mm. right or not grow if you want to use that word yeah. that verbiage if you want to get all technical, but you know like you might not be challenged in certain ways not to say you're not working hard to raise a family i'm not judging anybody right. on that but i mean maybe you moved back to where you grew up and you stayed there or at least in that same region or you took kind of safe similar jobs and you just maybe stayed with the same lady for a long time or same dude and had a family or you know no crazy shit happened. you didn't get into any not that you got to get crazy but you know nothing wild if nothing shakes up your pot, then it's going to be kind of a smooth, tasty sip. Yeah. But like, you know, if you sometimes you take chances. You try certain career paths or personal life choices, relationship things, travels that force us one way or another some situations onto you that'll change you.
1: I think you did that. Oh, uh, yeah.
0: Sometimes by choice, sometimes not. But yeah, definitely, definitely. Yeah. And, yeah. All, and quick, in certain ways where like I look at them I'm like, God damn, dude, I'm so glad I adapted to that situation fast. Yeah. But it definitely, you know, permanently can change things. In a good way, I'm, I'm. I like where I'm at. I made it through everything, so far, so good.
1: Yeah, I like where I'm at too. As a matter of fact, I feel I'm, I'm a better place now than I've ever oh, been in my life. I
0: feel like that the same way, um, like emotionally, spiritually, and stuff like that yeah. too. You know, I, I actually feel the same about that.
1: I mean, and I think both of them have to do with the fact that you and I have found, you know, women that support us and that are good to us as well. And I think that had a huge change. Having gone through some other shit too, like, you know, it's good to finally be where we're at. Yeah. Well, unhealthy know?
0: relationships are very exhausting. And uh I feel like they can distract you from yeah. all the other things that you do in life, whether it's your regular work, your personal endeavors, or whatever. But when you have somebody, a guy or girl, whatever your significant other that's uh supportive and shit and or just not draining you, maybe yeah. something that motivates you to or that you have a peaceful relationship with. You got more energy for all the other shit in your life. You're not drained out on that. Like I see my friends who have the better relationships and they're better at everything else in their life. Mm-hmm. I don't mean like it doesn't always mean successful, but they just they're happier. They do what they want to do. They got more energy. Mm-hmm. And then I got you, we all got those friends whether that's your homeboy or your homegirl who with that that's that boyfriend, that girlfriend that just damn, dude, it's up and down all the time. Yeah. Like, how can you keep going through this all the time? Eventually I hit a wall. I'll give I'll give it a little while. But if we can't work through it after a little bit, I know that this chemistry ain't gonna work. Right. But that shit is exhausting. And I see dudes and, and chicks going through it and through it and through it. And I just can't, I can't do it. Yeah. I don't know how. I'm too old for that shit. I'm too
1: old for that shit too, yeah, man. Yeah. That's exactly what I'm thinking. E- like now e- when I see couples <sighs> doing that, I'm like, oh, man, I don't see up. a lot of couples doing that anymore, you know?
0: I still do, man. But, but less, I, I've seen a lot in the last couple of years yeah. finally split because of that. I think somebody in there or both of them realize, all right, this, this is the circle we keep going in.
1: How do you feel in terms of energy do you think that you know um the years have taken a toll and you slowed down you slowed down or do you think that you oh god i'm getting grilled here this is the reverse no man i'm like it i want to hear your question because it's gonna it's gonna it's gonna gonna ask me
0: these questions is good because you're a good a good friend of mine and you know me well um i mean yeah dude i've definitely i always joke with motherfuckers saying "You know how old are you i was like i was like 52 and they're like what i was like well that's just i feel 52 sometimes you know i feel like things have been worn on me but I'm a high energy dude, man. I always have been. I still got it, man. I still surf. I exercise all the time. I can wake up and exercise after like three hours of sleep. Shit, the gig I do on the tour shit is long. I've got a lot of energy. So maybe that's just me. And I do things. I think the more active you are, the more energy you have. And, you know, the lazier you get, the weaker you get in general. So I stay active and and thus keeps
1: me more active, you know? And do you also have that uh, that feeling when you don't work out or you're not active where, like, man, you something's know, missing or, like, yeah. you just don't feel right? It's like, um,
0: like machines. You got to oil the car. You always got to run it. You don't want to sit yeah. too long. And if I don't use my body for some physical shit after a few days, I feel tighter. My joints don't feel good, and I don't like it. Like, today, I, I was tired as fuck. We did, a 15 hours yesterday, hot show in Houston. And I went and I worked out. I didn't go super hard. I only did like, 40 minutes, but... I just did it just to do it. Yeah. Even though I'm going to be on my feet all day tomorrow, and I feel better. And then, like, you know what the thing is? Do I think motherfuckers you try to get say you're hitting your thirties and you're now well, I want to try to get in shape now, right? Yeah. And you see a lot of people who are like skinny or really good looking their whole life, and then like thirty. I see this happen with girls. A couple of girls I've been with once they hit that thirty, their metabolism changes quick. Ours is a little earlier, I think. But when theirs starts to do it, and they're like, fuck. I was fly this whole time, yeah, and I have to watch what I eat and how much I drink boo calories, yeah. liquid calories are the worst, and holy shit, it's gonna really affect me quick I see girls have freakouts, man that's a big deal for them, I mm-hmm. get it, I see that. And you have to readjust your shit. But people who are getting into physical activity later, it's a lot harder. You and I have both been physically active for most of our lives. Kartik's a goddamn A1 runner. to smoke a goddamn pack of Marlboro. Was it reds or lights? Mediums. Mediums. Sorry. My mom smoked lights. I remember you would take the mediums yeah, yeah, or yeah. lights from her sometimes. Yeah. Um, Kartik would smoke a lot, but he, now he doesn't clean. Good for you. Nothing. But he runs like a motherfucker. And, and he's very active like that. And I think that's why you're going to always be able to do that. If yeah. you just started now. Imagine you started when you're 35, dude, how the fuck? It's gonna be so damn it's hard. It's so fucking It's, it's hard miserable. now, man. Yeah. It's fucking but I mean, hard now. You see one of your friends just trying to start, they yeah. can't do shit. I haven't not been active my whole life, yeah. you know? And uh, I like and I like that trait in women. It's very attractive. You don't have to have like a six pack and fucking huge shoulders like WNBA, but yeah. I like a girl who's motivated to be physically active on her but own. we
1: talk about that We talked about it earlier too. Part of that has to do with uh this about vanity, right? Like we don't wanna yeah. we don't wanna be all right, for me anyway, I don't want to be one of those people that um appears that they've given up or like pr- other priorities <laughs> have taken over and they're not giving a fuck about themselves or their own health or yeah. their own well being. Because you know, like you still wanna look good, you wanna feel good, you wanna and you're not gonna look good unless you feel good, you know. Yeah. And it's the older you get, the more you feel it. So it's 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 much better to take care of ourselves now. And like you said, it's easier to fall into it. I was talking to my wife about it and I was like, you know, I worry that as we get much older, like in our fucking sixties and late fifties and all that shit, you know whether we'll still give a fuck. And she's like, "Yeah, of course you will, because you you're fucking vain, so it's it's still gonna." I mean, you could.
0: I think the thing, like I was just saying, if you stay doing that shit, I think it's just gonna be such a part of your life. I mean, like, dude, my pops is sixty eight, yeah, and he he lifts weights still. He plays tennis. He got into tennis late. Isn't you know he didn't grow up playing tennis. He played fucking hockey and baseball, but he got into it because it's an easier sport to play when you're older. Plays tennis, he lifts weights, he cuts down trees with chainsaws and like builds walls. He is a fucking strong dude, you know, and uh, our boy Rainzo, Tyler, yeah. his dad, you know, they all surf. His dad's 68 or 66 and I've surfed with their dad and and, and he's fucking shreds. Really, I surf with grandmother age women sometimes, dude. You can be old and active if you take care of your body. It's not just exercise, but it's what you're eating and, you know, substances you take in and... And how you treat your body, and um,
1: but with Renzo's family, were they like that all throughout their lives? Like yeah. they always his dad's like a clean though. ass
0: motherfucker. His dad, yeah. uh, we're not airing your dad's business now, but this is an interesting fact. Like he don't he don't drink and party. He don't do drugs or nothing like that. He had a surgery. God, I says I'm sorry, bro, if I let this fucking info <laughs> out. Don't we don't say his real government yeah. name. His father had a surgery where he had an issue where like his uh, some shit went wrong, and he has no sense of smell or taste. Okay, right, so. He just eats healthy because it doesn't matter what <laughs> yeah. he eats. So he's, and he doesn't drink or smoke. So he's a fucking really fit 66-year-old dude. He surfs. He can fucking play hockey. He's, like, fucking in great shape. I'm fucking But the shocked. funny thing is, he can't smell nothing. So when we were young, we would smoke weed all around that house. And really? They could not fucking catch us.
1: So... I would, I would imagine Spoiler that some alert. fucking doctor used that as a surgery. The same way they used to lock people's fucking jaws closed to yeah. prevent them from eating. I'm, su- I'm surprised some doctor has been like, "All yeah. right, we'll kill your sense of smell and taste." Oh, that you would know? be miserable,
0: though, dude. Yeah. I just, I mean, God, like, I mean, but the lengths people food.
1: go through that don't want to, or you know, that either have a health concern or they don't, don't have the motivation to eat right and exercise. You know, like uh,
0: natural selection, I guess, man. I don't know. Uh, I mean, shit, people are like free to. I mean. I I don't like people. I promote healthy shit, right? I, I promote it on the podcast. I promote it in my personal life, um, but I also do really believe in the right of free choice. And now, I like when they were trying to like tax, I think I think there should be a sugar tax. But whenever they were trying to outlaw like a certain size, so yeah, it is. yeah, yeah, New York. And, and actually, I agree with the sentiment, but I think that's an, uh, that's like a wrong law. That's those are the kind of laws that lead like Stalin, like Russian shit. I agree with you, and so even though I believe we should watch out what you should drink and there should be a sugar tax. If there's a fucking tobacco and, and, and yeah. liquor tax and weed tax. But if people want to do that, that's, right, go ahead and eat and die or, you know, although if it's affecting the healthcare payments of other people to hook you up, that sucks.
1: Yeah. I mean, but people, they use that logic folks that would say like, you know, a fat person shouldn't do this or a person that's overweight shouldn't do this because ultimately I'm going to have to pay for their healthcare. So, you know, these, these, I mean, it, there's always a there's always an undertone of like yeah. inferiority that the, that 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 person has in their voice, you know, that I think is unjust. But I mean, to a certain degree, I agree with you. Oh, Kartik
0: is so eloquent. I love it. I love it. I miss having combos with. <laughs>
1: Smart dude. I'm very proud of the fact of, the, of all the people that we went to high school with. That was one of the things that that we talked about earlier about like success or who's been successful and and you know what that level of success is. I'm proud of every one of those fucking people because all those folks are doing things that they have you know either talked about doing or that they've wanted to do or they feel some kind of like you know social responsibility for or or yeah. something that that. I would stand up for him be like, I would look at it and be like, man, I admire that person. That that yeah. that's exactly what I think that person will be doing. Yeah. You know? I
0: think, yeah, like uh measuring success, there's always different barometers and what we were discussing over this delicious vegetarian meal. Carter, don't eat meat anymore, so he can't let me eat meat. So <laughs> it's great. It was good. I need to health it up. <laughs> but it was, you know, how you know, what is success? And everyone has their definitions. We don't have to get all corny and deep on it. But I, you know, the first thing that always pops in my mind is just Doing what you'd like to do, even if that's not your main gig, but having something you really like to do and enough time to do it and do it well and enjoy it. And so if that's teaching, making 30 grand a year Mm. or acting, making millions or fucking, I don't know, selling hedge funds or managing hedge funds, whatever that is, if that's really your passion, deep down, if it is, I don't believe it, but if it is, (laughs) whatever works, dude. Or if it's just like being the dopest parent or... I don't know, selling your paintings in galleries on the weekends and sh- working a shitty warehouse job in the week. That's all good, dude. Like, I don't. I guess I don't. If this not sound fucked up. I don't care. Not in a bad way. I, I care. I wish. I wish you everyone well. Right. But I don't care. Like, I'm really not trying to count the next man's money or moves. And and I don't like doing that comparison thing because that's a real good way to get down on yourself and doubt yourself. We you yeah. you brought up something how on social media and there's a topic we discuss here on damage goods. Um. You know, people will post things on social media to portray like, uh, I don't know, how their life is going, right? Or they want to show things about, um, you know, the awesome successes of this and that. But, you know, you choose what you show up there. You're controlling that. It's not, you're not going to show everything. And so you can totally give a false perception of where someone's at with things. And you can convince people or attempt to convince people where you're at successful. You could show things because you want people to think you're happy and successful. But it's really just how happy the person is. You know what I'm saying? I think yeah
1: I mean and I do think that using a certain degree of discretion when with what you what you say and what you post on social media I think that um, we have to are the old I keep fucking saying that but it's just the way that I feel you know I'm a lot more cautious about what I want people to um you know how 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 many people actually give a fuck about the things that I have to say, the more and more you look at how much information is out there and how many things are always sparking conversation, you are the last of anyone 's real concern, so your opinion about about these things don 't matter. The way that you can actually. Affect um, changes by changing the opinions or discussing these things with people you know that surround you down here in texas i 'm surrounded by people that think pretty much the exact opposite that I do, but one thing that I found is that when I came down here, I was definitely the one that was closed close minded and 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 had a perception of these yeah. people that certainly wasn 't true and speaking with those people that 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 certainly change and now there's no reason for you to go on 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 a public platform and you know honestly show off things that you know, like, maybe we're not qualified to make remarks about. We were talking about that earlier, you know? Like, everyone has an opinion, but how many fucking opinions are you going to have to listen to now, you know? Yeah. And what makes yours so fucking special? Yeah, yeah,
0: well, if you give everybody a voice, especially a, an opportunity to be a critic. And we and say, say that as, as people
1: are listening to our fucking opinions yeah, right now. Yeah, I know, now.
0: I know. But this isn't just, yeah, this is more than, I guess this is just, like, a perspectives that you can take and, and like, kind of analyze your own. That's a cool thing is, like, being able to always, always look at what your your beliefs are and some things you believe are, are how you look at things will never change, and some do. And like you just were saying about moving to Texas, like you, this, this brown kid from Massachusetts, going to move to goddamn Texas and uh, Dallas at that, not fucking Houston or Austin, because Austin mm-hmm. isn't really even like Texas. Uh, and so, and I was like, goddamn, Cardiff's crazy. And you know, you, and, and then you, you, you know, I have a perception of certain places too. And then you come and you meet. Yeah, yeah, there's a lot of those people that probably live up to what your your mind had concocted. But then you meet some other people that really change your theory. And it's real easy for us to write certain shit off and we're only shown a certain demographic of things, but it's not everybody. And it's really hard to keep an open mind. I know. It's easy to get it closed nowadays, but when you have those experiences like you did and you see that not everyone's a certain way or it'll change your idea about things, that's the ill shit that makes you look back at your outlooks and be like, Oh, okay, you know what? I'm gonna change this one a little bit now. You now know I can tweak this one.
1: And I think that there's like this to that point, I think that there's this like huge fucking equalizer out there that people kind of overlook and they kind of get caught up in the small shit. I was out doing this um this like trail run thing with a couple friends of mine. We were out like out in the border of Texas and Oklahoma. You do a lot so. of that, like running in the woods, crazy shit? Not not as much as I used to, but I still like doing it. And I do Sweeties. mainly when when friends of mine um, motivate me to do it. I would never <laughs> I would never go out there and be like, oh, I need to find some fucking hill to run down. But um I remember driving through this area and I was with uh, the guy that I was with was Mexican and there was a white guy and then a Guatemalan guy with me. And I remember driving through and it was real early in the morning and I was looking at these like ramshackle houses that you would think are out there in the country in Texas and thinking like, man, are these fucking people that much different than I am? And like almost in like, you know, um, Every Everyone in the in the car immediately was like, yes, absolutely, they're very different than you are. I was like, really? So they don't have, like, they're not concerned about money. They're not concerned about their families. They don't care about their community. They don't care about, like, yeah. you know, their health. Like, if you, it, like, on a basic level, all those concerns that you have and yeah. everybody that, that is listening to this and everyone has are pretty much the fucking same, you know? and. We find ways to to exploit the differences when we overlook uh, all the similarities that that yeah. we share, you know?
0: I mean, you're you're completely right about those general, you know, concerns. What's that Kennedy speech? JFK had that one speech where he's like, you know, we all cherish our children's future. We all share the same goals and things like that. And when you speak on general terms and you're trying to unite or unify or just relate with large portions of people, those are like the common elements that you can unite people on, but humans have this this tendency to self-segregate. No matter what group you break it down into, you break it down into more and more. You know what I'm saying? Right? You know, you can go with like a You know, white people, like they get the liberal white people and they love the shit on the white trash. And within the black community, there's the light skin, dark skin beef. You know, and and like in Europe, like there's beefs between different European sects, you know, like Irish and Italians or the Irish and the English or in Asian culture, you know, fucking Chinese and Japanese and Korean people always be talking, you know, even you go to like (laughs) religious sects, okay, Christianity, but then you split it to Catholics, Protestants, and then there's this kind and that. And South Park, which is probably some of the best social and political commentary on TV, they had episodes some years ago about. Uh, atheism. Cartman freezes himself so he can travel in time in the future to get the new, like, PlayStation or whatever. Mm. He wakes up, and the whole other backstory is people beefing about religious shit, Islam, Christianity, whatever. He wakes up, and everyone's atheist there. So it's like, oh, probably that problem's gone. But now there's three sects of atheism, and they all divide. <laughs> yeah. And so people always really do this, yeah. man. This is nature, man. We, it's, like, it's almost like a tribalism thing. Yeah. People would think that, like, oh, well, there's just this one kind of people that lived in this land, and they mm. all got along. No, there's tribes to people, and they beef. You know, it's like we do that somehow, you know? It's funny, man. Yeah. You just, it's just a fucking tendency, man. We're animals first before we're humans, you know?
1: Yeah. I you mean, know. and I think that, yeah, I don't think that I could have said anything better than that. <laughs> I think that that's right, you know? And yeah. like, it, it's Unf- fucked up. It's
0: fucked up. It's unfortunate. I mean, you still gotta strive. You still gotta try for it.
1: But, you know, one thing that I remember in 2016, and I mean, we don't, in 2016, I didn't realize how different we actually were. So, what surprised me yet? during the election uh-huh. what surprised me about the election was that there're so many fucking people that that were totally okay with something that I just there's no possible way that I can even fathom I being on board with it really that.
0: well dude like I and I've talked about this in the podcast I travel uh, uh like for work for music work especially you the US I travel and not just to the major cities in every state but the smaller ones and the no name towns in between sometimes and I like Especially, I've been in the, all the pockets of the Midwest, the South, all these places, and not just those places, but even um, I don't know if it's not the Rust Belt, but like Michigan, Wisconsin, those northern Ohio. states. Oh, okay. Yeah, right. Right, the ones that were liberal and you know traditionally Democratic voting. Yeah. And I saw this shit coming. Like I, I, I didn't think this
1: was so. and when, at that, all. when in 2016, were you surprised? Uh I mean I,
0: okay I was I was not surprised that it was there I honestly thought that the Hillary and them would have stole it. She, if Bush could steal one, Hillary is a sneaky ass bitch and they have the power I they could have stole it. I think they were just sleeping. They were just too cocky and they didn't steal, they didn't plan ahead and that's why he won. She didn't go into those fucking states that she usually should have gone into but those were uh, like shoo-ins, right? Uh, and and she just kind of slept on them and those motherfuckers I, I, this is what I say. This is how I like in that situation too, right? You got a, a, um, there's a girl, right? And that's your girl. Um, and, you know, you see her here and there. And you say hi, but she hasn't really been getting all the love and attention from you, okay? Right? And you're a fine-ass dude. You know what I'm saying? You're cool as fuck. You're successful. You got all this money. But you're not really giving her that much love. You keep saying you're going to come see her, but you don't. And she's hurting. She's needed, she's needed some loving for a while. You keep fronting on her. And then this ugly, other motherfucking corny dude who's not really as classy and cool, he actually comes. And you don't really like him. He's not better than you, but at least he came and he's showing you love.
1: Fuck him. Okay. That's my but, like. I mean, I'm not saying guy, it's right. I'm
0: just saying that's what I think happened.
1: Yeah, yeah. But if that guy, I'm came not down here, with that guy. I know, I know you're not, and I know you're not. But what surprised me is that like there, there, there isn't a line. There isn't a line. Like, all right, yeah, I understand that you felt if you were this, this, this girl and you felt neglected by, by your fine ass dude and this other ugly guy came along. It's like, but how fucking ugly does he have to be? Well, because like, well, that's how, a level like, of how, ugly. That's a level of ugly that 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 63 or 60 million people co-signed on that's like well, you gotta think. You got to you know? think,
0: how how long have you gone without love and how long have you been without jobs and broken promises and like shitty infrastructure? And like, you, you, even if someone, li- if they're both lying what they're going to do for you, but if someone lies a little more sincerely, like in your face, physically lies... It might be more convincing than just lying on a podium yeah. on a TV screen. That's all I'm saying. I, I'm not, I mean, yo, they, they lost that election for themselves. They Agreed. got no one to blame. You can't blame Bernie. Get off his fucking yeah, back. He you did. stole it from that motherfucker. You stole that no from kidding. him, but you didn't steal the other bigger one yeah, from yeah, that yeah, dude. Yeah. Fucking you deserve to lose, unfortunately. So,
1: I mean, and you have a lot of, you have a, a, a diverse group of friends, you know, a lot of black friends, a lot of Hispanic friends. Um, across the board, how do they feel? I mean me obviously as a person of color how do they how do your your friends of color feel about um like the racial divide that I think has been exemplified or brought to the spotlight here I mean I do not feel well about it there's no one should really you
0: know I mean I don't think it's news to them it's not news to anybody okay. if you've always been paying attention to it white black doesn't matter right. this is not new there's always been a lot of this mistreatment and this uh I don't know disproportionate uh, attention to certain people's needs in, in respect to just being part of a community and a society, but um, I, it's a little more in the forefront now, and uh, I mean, it's I don't know, I, th- I think it's done some good in making people more alert a little more. I, I mean, I, we got friends like, and you know, do we used to be a lot active, very social, active man? Agreed. We're in the community, yeah. whether locally in Boston, uh, you know, going to protests, working for community centers, youth workshops, and all lectures, the music that we made, too, donates, the- and music too. On top of that, but actually doing shit. Yeah. And for years, and I, even up until recently, I've still been like that. But I've seen people since then who never did any of that shit, getting into it. So that's a good thing. I mean, that's the best thing you're going to get out of it. Sometimes you got to, you want to go sober, you're a fucking alcoholic, a drug addict, you got to hit rock bottom, you yeah. change. So maybe this is a good thing. I mean, uh, and I mean, it's not a good thing, but making the best out of it, you know? Um, so
1: to that point, I don't know. I don't actually agree with that idea that you I have mean, to hit rock bottom. I don't, bottom. you don't
0: have to, but I mean, if you're not, some people quit things easier than others. Some people wake up easier. If it's really bad, it's easy to see it coming. When it's a little peaceful for a little while, you can't really mm. see it. It's hard to know how bad the problem is. And then oh shit, all of a sudden it's really fucking bad. It's been bad for a while, but now it's really fucking bad. And a lot of people didn't know it was bad for a while. None of like you were saying all my friends of color or whatever. Any of my smart friends knew it was bad for a while. And a lot of people really are just like, oh shit, it's fucking really bad now. Mm. Too late. So now we gotta deal with it. You gotta play catch up a lot of ways. You know what I mean? You gotta like if you wanna get avoid these kind of situations, you can't. Play up. You can't... People can't start making those rap songs and these protests and these big speeches after this shit goes down. You got to do that shit before so you can prevent things like yeah. this. You know what I mean? It's always like an after-the-fact thing and then that's like, fuck, man. I don't know. I hate talking politics. I rarely talk it on the show because, uh, I don't know, I think it's not what people come to me for as yeah. much. <laughs> Although, you know, I probably have, like you know, uh, traditionally, yeah. a little more sound mind on it, but like, I just know what kind of game it is now. I know the WWE wrestling game and yeah. I just... I don't know. I just don't talk about it as much. And I, I still pay attention here and there. But, you know, I also just want to, like, get through the day and smile sometimes. And that shit is depressing.
1: Yeah, man. It's hard to, It's hard to keep up with. It's hard to watch. But I agree, man. I agree. It's fun. I mean, like, there are very few people, um, again, that um, that I can talk to that are as... Knowledgeable as you are, because right, you live it, you in know? Dallas now. No, that it has uh, nothing to do with that. There are <laughs> I'm a bunch I'm of joking, there, I'm joking, no, right. I know. I there are a lot of smart Dallas. people down here. I down. fuck with Dallas, man. Some yeah. ill motherfuckers. It's a good. T- it's Dude, a good town. I dated
0: fly ass shit from Dallas, transplanted to Houston. She was a gorgeous girl from here. Oh yeah, and I know, I, yeah, and I know a couple cool ass motherfuckers from here too, man. Some smart motherfuckers. I like yeah, I man. It's a good town. It's Texas a good place. Texas
1: is a good place, you know. And it's not. Places are most places are.
0: Yeah, you just gotta go. There's some places I definitely don't. Have you been to Hawaii? That's all. I've never been to Hawaii or Alaska.
1: Okay.
0: Strangely, dude, and, and people think this is weird because I surf. Hawaii is not high on my list of desires. Like, if you were like, hey, Jake the Snake, here's a free trip to Hawaii. Yeah, I'm going to fucking go. But okay. it's not on my top
1: priorities to go. Okay.
0: Strange. I would, I, would,
1: I would say that. Based okay. off what I know from
0: people who have been there compared to other places I have been. So what do you
1: know about it?
0: Um, well, it, does what, people said it
1: what do people great say? Great surf,
0: um, not the most welcoming always. Very expensive depending where you go. Yeah. Um and uh I don't know, like the food is like eat right sometimes. Um and I guess those things. But the non welcoming thing and the in the in the expensiveness of it, I mean the surf thing is, is cool but there's a lot of great places to surf yeah. in the world that have more interesting cultures to me not sounds so fucked up right but like there's certain places I would want to travel more than others and you yeah. might want to too there's certain states in the US you probably like more there's certain countries you would go to if someone was like here's two free tickets somewhere yeah. and that's just we all have a desire some motherfuckers want to go south of France so of all some want to go to Ghana you, uh, some want to go to Japan it, it depends where you, what kind of place you want to go I grew up in the Caribbean not to say that that's like Hawaii but I've been all in the Caribbean I've been all in Central America and shit like that. So I'd probably want to go somewhere a little different before Hawaii.
1: Okay. So of all the places that you have been, what's been your, your favorite one, and what stood out for you?
0: God, damn, Kartik you're grilling the shit out of me, man. Yeah, um, we got
1: to think, man. You, this gotta... is
0: funny because listeners probably, you never really hear me sharing all, you just hear like funny little anecdotes and stories. You're getting all these goddamn backdrops. Cardiff's, uh definitely get me. I don't know. I mean, biased if I said Nevis just because I grew up there. Mm. So I guess that's not really visiting. Um, but uh, probably Japan. Okay. I love I love Japanese culture and it's cool as fuck, cool as fuck, man.
1: Great place. That's probably it. Yeah. Now, did you travel throughout Japan or just Tokyo mainly? Tokyo and like outside of it. Okay. But I wanted to go to like more some more
0: coastal places and shit, eat some life changing sushi. Yeah. Shit. Although you know, like I I ate a gang of different food there and it's all off the hook. More than more. I mean, we ate sushi, but a lot more shit than that. So the Japanese get most of their tuna from Gloucester, Massachusetts. They come over. Really? Yeah, we have a better tuna, than so they come over for most of ours. As good as the sushi is, and like so. Okay, I gotta watch this so nobody fucking jumps down my throat. But all right. So like my little cousin, he went to recently. He went to um, some sea fishing villages in Tokyo, and he's a he was a chef. Now he dropped chef life to go fucking be a law student. Good job, Ian. Way to make Auntie Kate and Chris proud. Love you guys. Now I'm joking. Ian's the fucking golden child. We all know that. Anyway. Back to this. So he went to some of these fishing villages in Tokyo. Best sushi in his life. Incredible, right? But he'd been to, uh, I mean, not fish, fishing villages in Tokyo, in Japan. He'd been to sushi restaurants in Japan like I have, and he was always like, they were good, but you can get comparable, really good sushi in America. Like, like to Tokyo. But you hit those little waterfront villages in, in Japan, that's where the life-changing sushi goes. Okay. But there's other food there that's off the fucking hook. I don't know how we got on sushi. Did you ask me a meal question?
1: No, I talked about Japan, but uh, I asked you where you wanted it. What your favorite place that you had visited oh, yeah. was? So, of all the places that I visited, I've never been to Japan, but I've heard the same thing. Um, is is Hawaii? And I That's just your favorite. Yeah.
0: Goddamn, really? And you've been a world traveling motherfucker. Yeah. Really, And yeah.
1: you didn't surf a goddamn lick. I tried. Dude, I, I surfed I in Sri you. Lanka. I didn't. You did. Didn't, oh I man, didn't. we got to
0: come out now. You're coming to visit me. We're going but, surfing, baby.
1: Yeah. I didn't have a great time. I wasn't very good at it. You could do it, man. You're a lean, uh, um, athletic gentleman.
0: But Except I think that USA. there's a ton of
1: fucking there's a ton of culture there. See, the I culture. Yeah, I don't mean there's no culture. I guess
0: it's what's striking my interest. Like I said, if shit was free and cheap, it's different. Yeah. But have you been to Spain? I really want to go to the south of Spain for the seafood and the surfing. Very bad. That's actually like the number one spot on my list right now. Where'd you
1: go? So my wife and I flew into Spain, into oh. Madrid, and then we did a road trip through all of Spain and Portugal and Morocco, and, then yeah, back and then Morocco. Yeah, and then
0: Morocco and Portugal, where we're yeah. to. Portugal actually has got some of the best surf in the world, the biggest wave in the world, which really? I would never go near because I would die. But uh, it's and there's dope food, great drug laws, all decriminalized. Really? Portugal 10 years ago decriminalized all drugs. And while their economy is not great, their, um, their incarceration rates, their overdose rates, their AIDS or STD rates uh, – and crime rates have all dropped dramatically, So speaking of
1: decriminalization, I don't know if you heard that Texas decriminalized marijuana. They're trying to.
0: Oh, that's a big step for that's Texas. A huge,
1: well, it's a huge step for all of us, right? Because if you I think mean, about yeah, it, if well, a yeah. fucking Republican, conservative, yeah, yeah, yeah. red state like Texas, a stronghold like that can... Yeah be evolved, their position can be evolving on yeah. that, then perhaps that would... Yo,
0: I mean, the best way I always thought would be to convince people who are opposed to these things was like, avoid the fucking hippy-dippy talks, avoid the, it's a good medicine, it heals its natural plant shit, just talk money with these motherfuckers. They love the bottom line, it's a, it's a, it's, it saves the money and makes the money. Look at Colorado, the money you save and the money you
1: make is but, insane. And they see that, right? And but not so why how much
0: how you get them, because they were stuck on that Bible Belt shit, because mm. it's bad, because it's a way to be able to... Target certain communities and, and, and minorities and immigrants, especially being Texas on the border. It's a way you can use that as leverage for things like the drug war, which although costs money for some people, brings money to a very few, and also as a, a blanket excuse to do a lot of foul shit. Yeah, you know. But it's it, it's it's like a the momentum goes in a certain way, and then it's like, damn, you don't want to be the last on the fucking train, you know?
1: So yeah. And, he, I mean, the dominoes will fall, too, because, yeah. you know, after Texas goes down, the rest of the United States goes down, then I'm sure other countries will, will follow suit. You Massachusetts
0: know? is fucking there now. It's a beautiful thing. I love that.
1: So recently I was in Massachusetts, and they they don't have dispensaries yet. Uh, there, right?
0: There's a few. Uh, they've been slow to go. up. It always takes time with, with with that. They just got their shit where, you yeah. know, a lot of the states had the, the the medicinal thing first, then the recreational mass went very quick with both. Uh, But they are opening now. There's not a, I mean, I, I haven't been any there. Um, When I go back, I don't need to do that, but there is a couple and they're more coming. I know people who actually are invested in some, it's just, uh, you know, there's a waiting thing. It just takes time, politics and shit like that. Nothing goes quicker. It's like all fucking waiting. I don't know. You, I, I just, Cardi has a dope uh, Massachusetts state outline tattoo on his inner arm. I love yeah, it. Yeah, man. You know,
1: how, how often do you go back during the year now? I try to go back a couple times a year, but now less often only because I don't have any family there. Yeah, because
0: your mother moved to Rhode or Connecticut. Connecticut. Huh? Yeah, Carr, my dad lives right? in
1: uh, Pittsburgh now. What's his
0: address? Eleven <laughs>
1: Sixty.
0: I was just in Pittsburgh the other day, dude. That's yeah, fu- Pittsburgh's
1: I, actually a fun town, man.
0: Pittsburgh is. It's interesting because I guess it's like on an upswing slightly right now. Yeah. Because uh, you know when all the steel mills and all that shit shut down. Like a lot of places got real poor and now there's a lot of tech
1: there. That's what my buddy was saying that there's a lot of, um, automated cars or like, you know, it's weird that there.
0: Pittsburgh, cause you don't think about that. Yeah. Um, I, it's like, uh, it's weird. Cause it's like all the bridges and the hills, the the, the way that the city is separated is very weird. Man. Yeah. I've been to some grimy places in Pittsburgh, man. I have some friends out there through other shit. We went through some wild shit, seen some
1: wild shit in Pittsburgh. So Bill Burr talked about how he loved fucking traveling through all those like rust belt cities, like it's interesting. Ohio, it's Pennsylvania.
0: Interesting. You see what helped kind of probably build America in a lot of ways, and now it's gone and forgotten, and 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 uh, it's a lot of fucking despair in those places. Yeah, I like the grittiness of it though, but I also there's a lot of pain probably behind all that, you know, for the people there. Yeah, but yeah, I like man. I like gritty cities, man. I like gritty places. I don't like shit being too clean. That's what bums me out about going home to Boston and shit. Yeah, and so what's, back.
1: What's I mean, your opinion about Boston
0: and how it's changed since you've been there? sucks because, I mean, it's, look, it doesn't suck. There's great things. I, I just, you know, when anyway, you grow up somewhere and you live somewhere for so long and, and you see things change, it's a, it's a bummer, especially being that I'm not there now. When I come back every time, there's new things built and erected and old things I grew up with that are gone and changes of things. And, and you know, I, it just bumps you up because you're attached to shit and maybe elements of, of what it was that you love so much are gone. But I mean, it's still, it's still cool. It's still home. I mean, I really just kick it with family and friends when I go back and maybe eat some of my favorite spots. I don't mm. go out there. Fuck that. It's lame. And, uh, you know, I don't really go shopping there or any of that shit. So it's just houses, hanging out with people, going and get some food. My favorite spots. That's it. So when you moved to California, did you notice the cost of living change that? Uh... Cheaper. LA is cheaper.
1: Really? In Boston.
0: Oh, yeah. Not that LA is cheap. It's cheaper than Boston. I believe the last time, and strangely, I'm interested in this. So I always check. It goes, uh, f- Frisco, New York, Honolulu, DC. Uh, I think s- maybe Seattle than Boston or something like that. Boston's really? like top. F- it's like six or something like that. It's up there. LA is in their top ten too. It's not, but it's a little cheaper than Boston. Uh, a little cheaper than a lot of those places. I mean, I definitely spend way less in LA than I did Boston for sure. Yeah, you know, and you're not paying heat, dude. I mean, you might use it a little bit in LA here and there on those cold nights, but heat is an expensive commodity in the East Coast. if you have it, oil or the gas one like oil it was expensive sometimes. Yeah. I mean there's winters where we we spent like thousands of dollars on heat in probably in Boston. Maybe not that. I don't know that might be crazy. But expensive. And there was also winters we did no heat. I remember Carter, you remember we lived me and some of the homies lived uh in Mission Hill in this one shitty rickety grimy crib. When Mission Hill was grimy. And one winter we didn't pay any heat. And we had blankets like n- we had that insulation shit on the windows in the living room and then we nailed big ass blankets up in there. And like we had like Three different TVs. There was like a video game, a VHS, and a cable one. And there was like a wheelchair VHS. in there. <laughs> this is VHS times. So we had a wheelchair. Some f- dudes brought home a boom wheelchair, which I thought was bad karma. And like there was just you would sleep with like hoodies on, and blankets. It was brutal. there's space heater galore, dude. We didn't. I don't know why dudes didn't pay fucking heat that winter. It yeah, was yeah, probably we were in
1: college and we couldn't do it.
0: It was cold and expensive, but it builds character. Um, but
1: you know, yeah, getting out that shower. Do you sucks. remember? Um- you remember that dude, Chemical Water?
0: Oh yeah, I do. I, <laughs> I, 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 he he's, uh, listens to the podcast. He hits me up on the interwebs all the time. Really? I mean, you know, I, I would see him in Boston here. and He would always come to shows and shit. You he's doing all right. Uh, I can't speak. of I don't know about his personal lives right now. You know, I don't. I don't take anybody's social media posts as a great in uh, yeah, in you know looking good, on their lives. That's probably a good idea. And I don't, you know, I don't keep up with his. Like, I don't know. I keep up with just fewer people these days. It's easier you know, less weak links in the chain. It's, I could put my energies in the people I love and I don't spread myself thin. I used to really spread myself thin with people, you know, and that was like a skill I've been still trying to master is making sure I'm okay so I can take care of the people that I really care about and not just trying to always help everybody, especially when it's at an inconvenience for me, learning to say no. I always like to look out for people because I never wanted to be unlooked out for, you know, it's like a, it's a weird psychological thing. And there's that idea that, you know, maybe if you do look out and do things for people, they're going to do them for you. But you got to learn, like, the more you give somebody, the less I think you get back. It's like this psychological thing where they learn to expect so much from you and have to do anything. But I've learned, and I've done this with friends and relationships and even working relationships, like business shit. If you pull back a little, it almost forces the other person to come to try to meet you more halfway or, or set parameters. Like someone's like, hey, I want some help with this. Or, hey, dude, can you give me a, a, a ride to this place? Can you help me with this thing? Instead of just saying, yeah, no doubt, I got you. If it's something that's not, you're like, A1, no problem, drop it for you and do it right now, shit, dude. Mm. You say... Uh, Yes, I can, but I can, uh, the, the, you know, Tuesday and Wednesday, 5 o'clock or after. Like, you you set a little bit of a parameter so they're forced to kind of meet you there. And that way, you're still offering help, but on your terms. And it's empowering, and it, and it doesn't let you feel like you're getting used and shit.
1: I think your real-world social network is much broader than mine is. You know, I think that you have, um, in L.A., I mean, just in the discussions that we've had today, you keep up with a lot of fucking people, you know? I got people in different cities because of my job cities, traveling, right? so
0: I always spend time with people all over. And
1: Those people have come over the years because of your character, have come to rely on you to a a certain degree, you know?
0: That's true. This is true. And And that's that's partially can be my fault sometimes. I mean,
1: and I'm not saying it's a fault. I don't don't even think it's a a bad thing. But you
0: know, saying that the causation of Yeah. I
1: mean, I think that, you know, like the fact that folks can rely on you and that they continue to rely on you, that says a lot about you, you know? True. With, in my situation, I've learned to limit the number of people that I'm really close with. And whatever those people want in any situation, if I can do it, do it, you know. And like in regards to what you said, like setting up parameters, I haven't had the experience that I've had anybody who I felt has been taking advantage of me. Um, and I think part of that is because of my sunny disposition, you know, exactly. like sunny disposition. I think that I have this general, the the general feeling or the general sentiment that people have about me is the fucking brown frown and the grumpy. Yeah, yeah. Gr- and so that that, that like, kind of keeps people yeah, at bay, which is a, a good, good thing. It's you a good know? one, yeah. But I don't think that that's the same um, um, personality that I have anymore.
0: Definitely not. You're a very lighter, chillered, bro. Yeah. And, Chiller, I mean, bro.
1: and and as a result of that, those people, I mean, you could call me or anyone yeah, that we know could call I me have. from any I've time. I use you
0: for like, call, not usually, me, like, used you use a go to for a lot of things. Yeah. I know, you know, you and, know, and that will never change. And yeah, I know that yeah, I can do the same. But the
1: number of those people was, is, is maybe it isn't even fewer, but maybe it's just a, a different group of people. Whereas before I would have done it for a different set of people like, than maybe I would have done it for different reasons, now. too. Yeah, for different reasons. Yeah, yeah. Definitely.
0: I think like, People like myself, if this if this describes you, is I saw this in my 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 grandfather, my Jaju, my Polish grandfather. It was like a I, I don't know what the proper clinical term would I would call it a Godfather complex. Mm-hmm. There's this feeling of, of when you do help others, right? If you get somebody that job, you get them out of jail, you lend them this money, or you get them on your feet, or you you connected them with this person, or or whatever. Now, they are somewhat indebted to you, and you're the reason something happened for them. So they have every time they think of this thing, this job they got, this person, you're there. It's like a godfather that comes. You looked out for them, and you have some kind of now involvement or influence in their life in a weird way. Mm-hmm. Or you're a part of them, no matter what now. And, and maybe you need something from them Or you ask for. You know, like Not that you always get it But that's kind of like a Godfather complex And I think a lot of people That's like a power trip Everyone gets a power trip From different things Sometimes it's from being the boss yeah. Hiring and firing Sometimes it's from being on stage Sometimes it's from being You know, sexy On your Instagram photos So all the dudes Give you pictures Or sometimes it's from Alright, well now you owe me one and I, I helped you, when nobody could, and you were in a bad situation. Th- yeah. And now I and I'm the reason you're not where you were. And it's a and it's a very powerful thing, and, and I uh, addictive feeling. I think, and I think I I was victim of that myself. You know.
1: Yeah, and I think that that feeling is I, I I've never been I've never uh, been in a situation like that, but I think that that would be um, a destructive feeling in the long in the term. Lo-
0: and it is because in the long term it's not much to show for that.
1: Well, no, and if, like, you, unless if you you're cash in on
0: those favors, but that's only when you're in a certain kind of life, right? If you're doing uh, for somebody, if se. you're
1: doing for somebody that you care about, if you're not yeah. doing it totally selflessly, yeah, 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 exactly.
0: I'm excluding like your, your yeah, yeah, yeah. families and friends, that's just like <laughs> family. You can't not do it.
1: Right. Different. Um, there's some people that I noticed that, you know, like if they even like people that I work with, that if they need help, I'll do what I can to help, Yeah, them, yeah. you know? And in, in my, my perspective at this point, it's, if you can do it, do it. Yeah, if you, yeah, if yeah. you don't, if you if your heart isn't into doing it, just don't fucking yeah. do it. You or have if it's n-
0: gonna jeopardize anything for you. Yeah. Then,
1: yeah. Having been through a ton of experiences, the way that you and I have, I think it's easier us easier for us to discern between what is legitimate and what is somebody yeah. else's problem that they need to fight yeah. their, their way out of. Yeah. And, and I have
0: a, I have a, my and like you have a good definition of what's really serious. What's yeah. really, you know, and some people's are different. There's things I know are not. Nah, this is a real deal issue. We got to handle this right now. Yeah. And we can discuss the afterwards. And there's shit so afterwards. few of those. There's so yeah. few. When, real when you've really serious, gone through it, yeah. you realize yeah. there's some things that really, really matter. Most doesn't. Yeah. But if you haven't, you know, everything can be intense and everything can seem like it's the end of the world or this. But if you have had enough uh, experiences, otherwise you really can differentiate and make better decisions and not waste your energy, you know? Um, when you, and in return, you
1: know? I think you could be a better friend, you could yeah. be a better brother, a better son, a better yeah. husband or boyfriend or whatever, like, yeah. just a better man in general because of, of the experience. When we look back at the arguments that we have with our with our parents, they. I mean, I think about the shit that I used to argue with my parents about when we were teenagers and, I'm like, yeah, they weren't right about what they were saying, but I understand where they were fucking coming from because yeah. they were thinking, like, man, I got 20 years on this fucking kid. What does he know? And I'm thinking, like, I'm 16. They don't know shit. Like, I, I got my ear to the ground. Like, <laughs> as a, as you evolve as a human yeah. being, you realize, like, yeah, some of that, that, that stuff isn't nearly as important. And just focus on the, uh, if you want to stay young... Think of everything kind of lightheartedly and, yeah, and approach things from a very simple mindset, and try to break it down in the easiest way, and that's the best way to get out of things. You know, yeah. I gotta take a, I gotta use a yeah, restaurant. Yeah, yeah. to hang out with. Do you still? I mean, when you go to New York, you still keep in touch with all those folks? Um, like. Hero and... Uh,
0: yeah, I mean, I seen Hero in New York recently. I seen him at a wedding. We kick it. Try to chill with Rainzo when I can. We went on a surf trip to Costa Rica. I try to hang out with dudes when I can. You know, you you only lose touch with dudes uh, because y'all have crazy years different schedules and live in different regions, but if you're real tight, you always chill. Like yeah. like Ben, our homie uh, who's been on the podcast, Ben Mori, great artist. Uh, you know, he lives in Japan now. But he comes to L.A. sometimes, maybe twice a year for some art show or some shit, We yeah. fucking hang out. You know, I go see Ranzo and surf. I go, whenever I'm at home in Boston, get up with all the people. I go to New York, I see my, you know, or if anyone comes to L.A., they hit up with me. Yeah. Some, some friends stay with me or we'll go do shit. But it's the people I want to keep up with. I don't, I like, people who always say, like, uh, I don't know, man, like, you know, people go to, like, high school reunions or, or, or whatever it is. I don't need to do that shit because I see the people I want to see. You know, I make my effort as much as they make theirs. So that edge. means you're not
1: going to our 20 year high
0: school reunion coming up. I don't know. I didn't go to the uh, the other whatever increments. The uh, ten, the five. Yeah, and I don't. I mean, like I said, no, not, you were at one of them. Never, never, never. And it's not. Really? It's not even. It's not even like to be a dick or be too cool for school. But it's like I see the people I want to see. Why would I go to that one to see other people I don't even remember? So or I proposed
1: whatever. to my wife at NMH. At the chapel at NMH. Oh my god, dude! Was Yo, it, you, did you have any actually...
0: doubts when uh, when you like uh, were you were you all the way confident? Oh, with proposing? No, that she was gonna say yes. Yes. I always want to know when like most of the people I know who have proposed to their girlfriends, I was I was like ninety five percent a lock. I always want to know was anybody like fifty fifty? Uh, not even even like 25? Yeah. Like, cause that's
1: a risky one. That's, that's and risky. I don't know
0: anybody who's been. Um, Turned down.
1: Me neither. Some of oh, like, you damn, know, that
0: would be soul crushing though.
1: Some of the, the, you know, like the video, like the viral videos you that you I've seen. you watch those? Well, I mean, that I've seen on like Instagram of like proposals gone bad. I think a lot oh of them were stage too, you really? know? Oh my God, but, dude, that would be, I would be crushed. That would be, uh, that would be devastating. What would, su- what surprised me about that though is that how would you, I don't know, you'd have, I would say that in a relationship, you have to be fairly intuitive, right? Like you have to you know think how. So. Yeah, but you know, some people will be like so
0: in love or so warped by certain shit or yeah. so unfamiliar with relationships, and they get in one, they might think something's one way, yeah, yeah, but they yeah. just don't know. Like you know, Andy
1: Bernard in the Office.
0: Okay. Oh yeah, yeah. Okay, I was, I thought you were dropping some name from Kid back in the day, it's like Andy Bernard. But yeah, <laughs> but I mean, you know, you, you we've had homies who like maybe they never had a serious girlfriend until they were a little older. Right. Mm. And that first series girlfriend, that chicks they hooked up with, they're like so into, even though she's- Have you seen that happen? Yeah, man. And they're so into it. And they're so like struck in love and like blind to everything, you know, and they don't know where she's at with the relationship. And, uh, you know, that shit could, yeah. I mean, i never seen anyone propose and get turned down, but-
1: that would suck. Yeah, I felt the pressure from a few uh girlfriends over the years to to take that move that um, They wanted you to propose. Yeah, and I'm glad that I didn't because it would it wouldn't well, have been right for them. Yeah,
0: if you didn't love him or didn't want to marry him, fuck no. That's a like we were saying, that's a fucking contractual yeah. obligation, my friend. That's a business deal. That's not just a relationship thing, dude. That's a big deal. If you gotta have lawyers and paperwork, that's some fucking intense shit. So
1: the friends of ours that are married now, um, have you seen, have you noticed that they've changed since... Because, I mean, you and I have talked yeah, about it, too, yeah, and I recently sure. got married. And um, have you seen that those folks have changed from what they were as a result of their significant... Or yeah, their wives? some, some and in,
0: in, in not all, but not always in a bad way. You know, sometimes it's a good way. Sometimes it keeps a dude in check, uh, tames mm. them a little if they were getting out of control. Some, you know, maybe you're less hanging outy. you know, or even I got female homegirls and shit, or, or you know, my stepsister was married, divorced now, like... And I've seen some of those relationships not be great because of certain things, but some, are, you know, it'll change you doesn't mean change is bad always, you know? You yeah, might,
1: change normally isn't bad. I think else, I don't right? think
0: you're not gonna change in a marriage, right? You're gonna have to change. You're living a different lifestyle now.
1: Yeah. Um, it
0: just depends what kind of change it's gonna be,
1: you know? Did you ever think that, that you were close to getting married to any, any of the women in your past?
0: No, I mean, now I'd be down, but not, not before. Like, I knew I wasn't ready, the lifestyle I was living. Uh, definitely not. And uh I'm a horrible, I'm a commitment phobe anyway, dude. Mm. It's hard to book a flight. Like for work, it's easy. And you know how hard it is for me to book a trip? Because that means I have to commit to this amount of time. And whatever I was going to otherwise do is not going to happen. I have to commit, even if it's for fun. It's so stressful. Dude. One of the most Jake the Snake fun facts, stressful things to do is book trips and flights. Really? Work, Work, it's easy because it's A, it's not my money. B, it's not my time. It's yeah. work. Fuck, dude, I hate booking trips, dude. It gives me so much anxiety. I don't know why. I'm afraid I'm going to miss something or some shit. That's always been my fear is missing out on something. Committing to one thing, whether it was a woman missing out on another woman, mm. or a career choice missing out on another
1: path. Now, has that fear dissipated over time?
0: No. <laughs> Not very much at all. Really? I don't know, this just weird, man. I, I mean, I've worked on it. You know, I'm... I'm just hard man i i think it's when you want so many different things or you think you can get it all. but yeah you, you do have to humble yourself and realize that you can't do everything so i yeah i guess it has dissipated a little bit but uh the drive to still initially want to do everything and then I have to be like okay 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 okay
1: like care yeah having to prioritize i guess yeah you know I've gotten better at it. I'm sure you've gotten better at it too. It doesn't cause the same anxiety in me, like committing to 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 doing those things. Um, but I can certainly see how like marriage or or you know like a long term relationship is you know is troublesome for people. You know,
0: I, mean, I think I could do it. I, you know, the, the the contractual aspects is the shit that scares me. It's like paperwork. I used to have to sign all this paperwork for music shit or, or businesses or merchandise I was doing. And that's different you know but you still got to go through the paperwork and lawyers and back and forth and then to apply that same kind of like approach to a relationship it's like fuck and it, it just fucks in my head so
1: what are these what are these contracts that you're referring to oh music shit just like no i know i mean in terms of a marriage oh, marriage
0: i don't know dude fucking you're signing paperwork
1: you're signing one piece of paper
0: but i'm just saying it's it's a, like you can't just get out of it mm. it's a contract true if you have a recording contract a publishing contract Uh, 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 Certain things you can't can't get out of. Yeah, and if you do, there's financial uh, repercussions. There's there's stipulations you can put in place to prevent. Is that really what your
1: concern is, or do you think that there's something deep seated about, not deep seated, but like um, subconscious about about? No, I
0: think that's just my fear of like uh, I just I don't know like uh, probably a trust issue. I could be with I I think I could be with one woman for a long time, possibly forever. But the contractual shit just scares me because it complicates everything. It's like putting it's like putting a fence around your house. No, no, don't worry. It's, it's all good. You can leave. Well, then why do I have to have the fence around the house? Well, mm. just in case, it's just like, oh, now there's a fucking fence around the yeah, house, dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now I feel a little like weird. You know, it, it puts pressure on something that didn't maybe need the pressure before. But that's me, you know, and that means just me being paranoid. Yeah. I, I never get, thought you was gonna fucking get married, but
1: man I never thought I was. You used to hate the
0: idea. You were like super anti-marriage.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Cartik was. was a
0: playboy, just fucking sheepskin jackets <laughs> and ladies on his arms, yeah, right. piles of cocaine <laughs> on his lap. Yeah,
1: yeah. Um, no, I thought so too. I never thought that it was something that I would ever want her to do. I'm sure that, you know, my perspective changed after I stopped drinking for sure. Yeah. You well know?
0: that, yeah, I, I, I guess you probably, I mean, is your, is your wife,
1: uh, like sober? She, no, no, I mean, she's not. So she how is that, dude?
0: Often. Cause that's a tough one for me. How is that?
1: It's perfectly, totally. She, I mean, she doesn't, for, she's pregnant now, so she yeah. doesn't, she hasn't been drinking at all. But but she, I mean, it doesn't, it's normally, not hard for you. Not at all. So
0: my biggest thing is I can't. I don't like, I can't have a girl that's, that's a big, big drinker, right? I, my mother had alcoholism, and mm-hmm. uh, it just gives me triggers, memories. Mm-hmm. I can't be around girls who drink more than me or like to drink more than me or are mm-hmm. drunk. It always makes me do the, if you can't beat them, join them, so I have to drink with them. So I like a girl who can drink but doesn't like to drink more than me okay. because that shit fucks with me. So I, I don't know if I could be sober around a girl who drinks a lot. She just drinks responsibly. That's fine. But yeah,
1: does she drink responsibly? Well, well, yeah, absolutely. I mean, when I say drinks, I'm saying like you know she has one of the sweetest possible drinks that she could possibly have, and then she's done oh, for the okay. night. Okay, that's, not, that's not, fucking you new. Know, yeah, yeah, yeah. My I'm thing not is talking. like, yeah, you
0: can't coming home stumbling. Yeah, no, that words, that'll never. Shit.
1: Yo. When I see people doing that shit now, I'm, I'm oh. like... Well, yeah, you're sober. You see it such a different way. I, it's um, it's fucking disturbing to watch people behave like that. Oh. You know, I saw my my brother act like that one time recently, and I was like, man, you're fucking too old to be doing this shit. You're yeah. way too old to be acting I mean,
0: like no, that. people can always act like that. It's not like an age thing. Yeah. It's just it's just like, yo, just don't be... Cardiff. Please don't be one of the, my sober friends that becomes, like, high on his horse. Oh, fuck that. I have no. Some of my sober friends are cool, and some of y'all are very fucking high on your horse. <laughs> y'all are the one who had the problem and had to fucking chill. Some of us can contain <laughs> our tolerances I have
1: no problem I have absolutely (laughs) no problem with people drinking, dude I make my fucking living off of people drinking yeah this is a
0: sober gentleman who runs a bar there are a lot of sober bar owners for that reason because you don't get the the, the the temptation see I don't think think, I don't like being in certain environments because being sober around drunk people drives me nuts Yeah, and I do it at work I I do it at work and it drives me nuts so I'd rather if I have to be around them I, I would drink. I don't yeah. go out to the nightlife shit unless I'm drinking, unless it's a concert yeah. or an art gallery, go smoke some concert. Yeah. But I don't go to like a bar or a club or a lounge not drinking because then I'm around all these drunk motherfuckers right, and right, drives right. and fucking nuts. Yeah. How do you do it, dude?
1: Well, all right. Smoke all that weight. Well. I mean that's uh, one way to do it. The yeah, other you, way to do you it, you got a
0: necklace on, you might be all mellow the fuck out.
1: The way, other way to do it is just think. Well, one, my bar is not the type, or the bar that we work at is not the type to like, where people are getting real fucked up. We're not like you guys
0: are fancy cocktails. Yeah, I mean cups, we're a
1: cocktail bar. Leather we,
0: lounge chairs. Yeah, well, the people's last stand. Uh, that's What's the right. address?
1: Shout it out. That's right, Mockerbird Station, Dallas, Texas. Baby. It's the
0: finest bar in all the land of Dallas, Texas. You didn't think a bar of this caliber existed in Dallas? That's Maybe right. in Austin, but not nah, this is fucking Dallas. That's right.
1: Texas. So it is elegant. We don't get a lot of people that are stumbling out of there. Like very rarely does that happen. It has happened a couple times. It hasn't ended well, you know. Um, But it is, and it is disturbing to see people just acting a fool. You know, like. Just fucked up yeah. and just talking shit, slurring their speech, just yeah. nonsensical, you know, like and that's not me on any fucking eye horse. I I encourage people to do whatever the fuck they want to do and whatever makes them happy, you know? But at the same time, um acting your age, I mean it it becomes it it is certainly something that that's good advice. You know, people should yeah. should act like like they, they fucking own something, you yeah.
0: know? I mean, it's funny, it's like uh- I know all kinds of of drunks or people who do drugs, right? Whatever, and, and not to, not to like preach or promote this. Please don't misconstrue my fucking words here. Some people can handle their substances better than others. Some people are good at doing drugs. Some people are good at smoking weed. Some people are good at drinking. Right. I'm pretty good at drinking. I come from a family of people that are good at drinking, genetically disposed yeah. more to handling alcohol. I have friends, you you give them a, a couple of drops of alcohol, they turn into gremlins after 10. Yeah. Like, like they're gonna black out and get in trouble. And it's you, it's a liability to bring them to a party, to Absolutely. a public. And then dude, like I might drink a lot. If I get sloppy and shit, it's because I've had like sixteen vodkas. And I can hold it together, even then, I still don't get fuck you. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and that's not something to brag about, but that lets me know where I can I can stand. Cause I don't like seeing that other shit, and I don't like Having like that dude in the crew or that homegirl, God, dude, it's the worst. Dating girls like that, you never want to be that dude in public with the really drunk, sloppy chick. No. That is the most embarrassing, and that's why I like dating. You girls still who,
1: know people like that.
0: I still know girls and guys like that. Yeah, man, yeah I but don't. but I mean, well, you're sober now. You know, but I, I no. I it's it. not
1: only that. But go on. I want wanna... to. No, but I mean, that's just that's my point. Is like,
0: yeah. uh, you know, some people can handle it better. Some people, couple drinks is all they can really take. Or they might get crazy and want to fight, or they just black out. You know, some people can handle it, and you don't even know. Some people, you give them a little weed, and they just pass out. They shut down. Some people can do their job and clean the house and build the house. Yeah. You know? Everyone handles it different. I've seen kids sell me fucking solo flex workout equipment for weed like it was crack before. So some people have problems with everything. Some people can do blow and like run a fucking fortune 500 company. And some people shoot heroin and live on the streets and and can't handle their shit. Everything's going to hit you differently. You know what? That's a good point. And it's tough because you don't really know, but you got to look at things like what's my genetic makeup? What's my family history? yeah. And then how did I take to this when I first tried? How did I take to that? Sometimes like, Whoa, I can't do that. Yeah, you know one you know, thing
1: that I've noticed, though, and one thing that I've certainly felt, that it's much more socially acceptable to be reliant on alcohol than yeah, it on anything oh, else. Of
0: course, and that's why, because it's been legal for the last 70, 80 years. Right. It's promoted. You're, what happens when you graduate high school, or even before you're 21, You can. it's okay. Mom and yeah, Dad, yeah, let's yeah, drink. Yeah. Who's going to like let you drink at dinner? Like, your parents and your square-ass grandparents, well, if you come from a square-ass family. Well, drinking's cool, but weed, no, no, drugs, like... It's, it's advertised. It's, it's okay. It's, the, it's served at lunch, dinner. But if you smoked a joint at dinner or you did a bump a blow or took a pill, you're a fucking psychopath. Well, but you could have two fucking whiskeys at lunch and you're all good.
1: Oh, perfectly fine, right? So my daughter is going to grow- Nothing's
0: killing more than we. Oh, uh, Not liquor. even close. Nothing's N- killing more than liquor.
1: My daughter or your kids someday are going to grow up in a, in a world where that, I don't think that that's, a, that's the same. It's not. And at one
0: point, let's remember, that shit was illegal. Liquor was the fucking heroin, the cocaine, the crack, the meth. And cocaine at one point was legal. Weed at one point was legal, right? There's been times where these things have been different. It's been the norm for a long time. Booze is cool. It's all good. You smoke weed, you're a fucking loser, stoner, drug. You do all these drugs, you're, you know.
1: Let me ask you this. Let me ask you this. Ask me this right. God damn, I feel like I'm
0: getting interrogated in your time. You you go
1: back, you go back to high school, right? Which to me when I look at and I know you're you're one of these people that doesn't like to live in the past, but I fucking I've been wanting to ask you this question a long time. And every fucking person that we know from back then, I want to sit down and ask have this conversation with them too. Let's have it. If you could go back to high school, this is a hard question. How what would you What would you do different? Oh, fuck Are you, you gonna tell me what I would do different? No, I'm do- asking you what you would do different. I'm not I gonna tell know. you anything.
0: Ah, man, I don't like those questions because I don't know. I just don't think about them that much. I mean, what? How I ever I did what I did. I liked it, you know. Um, there's very few things in my life that I wish I did differently, and it's very few moments I can kind of pinpoint them. I and mean, some of them I can't talk about on here. Um, there's a few of those that I would have done differently. You anyway, know, we were talking about the regret thing earlier. It doesn't mean I don't regret the other ones. Yeah, but like. I don't know where I would have changed it. You know, I think I tried to do the right things most of the time or what I thought was the right move and it just didn't work out for one reason or another. Mm-hmm. There's a few things where I'm like, fuck, man, that was a goddamn life-changing mistake, and I would have changed that. Really? But yeah, there's a couple of those, man. I mean, yeah, I had some real close calls, too. man, and I'm real lucky. So those huh. are the few times. In high school, I can't really say anything I would have done differently. Well, so the reason, the reason why is I think— I mean, maybe I wouldn't have—I uh, don't know. It was, it was a transition. Not partying a, and getting so crazy and doing no, all fuck this that, wild shit. Man. No, I don't, re- I don't... I don't... I would mean, really not change no, any no, of that. No, no,
1: Yeah, there, there's nothing I can think of, man. You know, dude, the partying and the shit that we did in high school was certainly part of that... What made that experience great. I'm not talking about being fucked yeah. up. I'm talking about going through all of yeah. it, you know? Yeah. Like, going through... Learning how to do it. Yeah. The people yeah, that we be were learning... at it
0: when I was older.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's not only that, but, like, you know, it, there, it was... It came to a point where, like, up until the... There was a certain point in high school where it was... Um, we kind of looked down upon and then in high school it was suddenly something that suddenly became like, all right, well let's try it. You know, it's not out of the realm of possibility. And then it became something that we all kind of went through together. I don't regret any of that partying yeah, shit yeah, that we did. Yeah, yeah. What okay. I, I, think that the only thing that, that could have been different was my attitude in high school certainly paved the way for, for the, my, the way that my, my life was going to go down the line. I do believe that. In I do like, think that I had a negative approach to not uh, to like, I let the negative, the negative aspects of my life totally overcome everything positive that we were experiencing there.
0: That's an interesting, yeah, I, that's, a, that's an interesting You know, And I it. let
1: other people that are around me suffer as a result of that. You know, I took that out on a lot of people too. Th- when I talk about regret, that's what I fucking uh, regret.
0: I, I, I see what you're saying and being a dude who knows you so well, like, it's so, it's so fucking cool when I, I see people I've, I've known so long make positive changes in their lives. And, and, and you know, some people say, no, we never change. We're the same. You can make changes. It's very hard. And, and, and it takes focus and effort. And it takes a lot of self analysis analysis, self-analysis. <laughs> God, we can't make up words on damaged goods. And we were talking about that earlier, reflecting on... Man, did I do this right? How did I handle that? Am I a good person for this? Am I yeah. being good around my community, my family, for my friends? Am I am I treating people a certain way? And we, a lot of people avoid this for, for so many reasons. I get it. It's not the coolest thing to have to grill yourself and ask, was I good or bad for this? But if you can, it's the only way you will change. So like, dude, knowing you now, it's like you're like the coolest fucking cucumber in the goddamn bunch now. And whatever that negativity or aggression you're speaking about before, you were able to transition from it you might not have ever transitioned from it if you never became aware of it. Mm. But then again, you might not have been aware of it. So you still could have been that way. And maybe you don't reap the fucking negative. uh, I don't know. uh, Negative whatever's outcomes from it until later. But I mean, uh, that's a big transformation and and that's cool. I have those regrets later in life high school, I don't think I'd, I caused too much harm. Yeah, that's little true. Little things. Maybe I might have stole from somebody here and there, a little some bullshit. <laughs> but like things I did later in life, I did eventually hit that wall with with the the my conscious and this, these ayahuasca ceremonies bringing about this spiritual yeah. change. And holy fuck, I did some fucked up shit. And I, and I atoned for my sins. You know, I, I worked at changing and righting the wrongs the most I could. And it felt good to do that. And I feel better now about it. So I do regret some of those things, but high school, I, I meh, I don't think I did anything too so, fast. and too the reason the
1: reason why I ask is like now, my daughter is gonna be born in August, and every fucking day, every minute of the day, I'm I'm constantly consumed with what, how I'm going to shape this person to be the the like, not not personal. not like the best, not like the fucking you know, like how I'm gonna, I, I don't give a shit if they're the best. I'm more concerned about the way that they approach their own life and their responsibility to the people around them right There's certain things that you see now and now dude as a person that's going into parenthood i'm so fucking observant about good kids and, and kids that i think oh, yeah. are well i th- always look at that I'll i don't even think there's a such thing as bad kid i think that there are kids that are poorly parented yeah, you know of course and, I mean,
0: no 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 there is a very small percentage of bad seeds because that, <laughs> no, no i'm just and i'm not saying that i'm not capable of being that or my kid couldn't be, most of the time, 99% of the time, bad parenting, there is just the nature that like, you, you, so everyone can raise a good dog. Some fucking pebbles, you can't raise. They're crazy. I, was, I worked in schools. I taught kids. Yeah. There, I could tell when it was bad parenting, and there was kids who the parents were really good in trying, yeah. and the school and Medicaid, everything. Some kids are just hard to control, maybe at that age, yeah. in those settings, whatever it is. Some are a little wilder, and then you really have to work to try to adjust everything for them to make them more functional in a greater yeah. community. But that's very smart. That's like a
1: 1%. So my wife is a teacher, and I think that she would 100% agree with that, that assessment. You know, yeah. she would 100 percent say that there's some kids that are beyond approach that are beyond very like, small percentage. Though. Yeah. But for us, I don't think that, you know, you and I are, are likely going to bring our children into a world where they don't they're not dealing with an environment that's tragically unstable or like. You know, that is inevitably going to lead to bad things happening. I look at some people, you and I have lived very, I mean, I hate to put it this way, but now reflecting back, In I grand think The scheme it was, of things, yeah. Yeah, we've lived wonderful, great lives, you we know, made, we've made had it, like-
0: Made it through some great uh, ups and downs yeah. and, and seen some things and I'm-
1: you know, the opportunities times. that we've been given, yeah. you know, like that there are a lot of people that haven't and a yeah. lot of people that you know personally yeah, yeah. that haven't Family had. Family those, and those. friends
0: who haven't and that's always what kinda of keeps you motivated and, and, and thankful is in shit is having so many other people in your life that maybe didn't have that one chance or yeah. this Opportunity and, and you got to take advantage of them. So. I think
1: that you know when you look back on on things that, that you want to regret The only thing that you could do to atone for some of those like what you said like you feel like you've given back and you have You've I'm still not done doing it. Yeah,
0: you know, you're never done doing it But you now know what steps you got to take in which direction.
1: Yeah, and i think for our as parents the only thing that we can say now is that it's our responsibility to to pave a clear path for our, for our children and let them make those decisions for themselves yeah. serve as a positive example of, yeah. of of the way that that they should or you feel like they could be the most effective and then let them be their own person you know yeah. And it's a scary fucking thing to see that kind of control, but it's it's remarkable how things shift when you're about to enter that new stage in life. And I hope you get there yeah, soon, yeah, man.
0: Yeah, I mean, shit, it sounds like a scary time, dude. But yeah, dude, you know, it's no, fucking w- scary. W- but
1: it's totally, it's totally like it's almost like a clean slate, you know? It's almost like the best version of you gets to come out now, and that person gets yeah. to stick around for this person for the, for the rest of your life. Yeah. That's a tremendous opportunity, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, you know.
0: And that's like the the natural. I like human uh, motivation of of reproduction. Yeah, you know, it's like that's why we do it, right? The lineage, like it's a it's a fucking animalistic trait deep in you that you can't even explain. It you just want to do it because it's it's an extension of you in a weird way, you know.
1: You know, um, I was I was I read primal. um primal was the word. I read um da Vinci's um biography, recently, not autobiography, but biography recently. And one of the things that he said from a very young age was that children that are conceived in like calm and peace and like, you know, in a stress free way or like not just conceived but like during the pregnancy in yeah, that yeah, environment yeah. are gonna have a much better life a uh, much better like su- oh, yeah, st- like stable oh, yeah. life. That's a you know? Yeah. And it's so weird to think there is no other time in my life that I would say that I would be ready to have to to embark on no other person aside from my life than 100 oh, so percent right now. You know? I
0: mean, yo, I, like you know, I, I studied that shit in school and in, in, in what is going around the environment where the, the woman is pregnant and the baby's in the womb, what's happening around that time is so, so impactful on the kids in the kid's life and how the kid is born, right? Like it's a cesarean birth. Ninety-nine percent of the time, that kid has a more traumatic life. I, I was a Syrian baby, like Specs. A lot of my homies who had some wild lives and were a little more rambunctious and shit. Because your entrance into the world was not a pleasant one, or or a certain, you know, when the kid's been tangled with the umbilical cord, yeah. they have a more of attachment to the parent. They have separation issues. There's all these things that happen through that birth, and it, if it was a loud, crazy, maybe violent uh, environment with maybe the, the mother and the father while the kid's in the belly, that leads them to them being like more. I don't know, leaning toward that element. It's yeah. it's very very important, man. That's a very important time in those first two years. Very important. Yeah, like the most important. You know, if you if you're gonna have shit fall apart and get crazy, I'm not not that any time is good. I'm trying to save it for after the first five years. Yeah,
1: no shit. If you can,
0: if you can. I mean, you know, it's ugh, yeah, that's a tough one. That's a tough one. God, I'm getting so deep. Cart's getting fucking deep.
1: Yeah, What's you gonna name your baby? not telling anybody oh, i'll tell you, don't you want once you steal the name I'll, no 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 i don't i think I'm not that you have enough it. i think you have enough listeners out there that They're they will
0: steal your name don't steal this
1: fucking baby's name i'll tell you once these uh, microphones are off man I'll, i do want your opinion on it it's an important one i it had is. um i had this ayahuasca vision do you still like your name jake my name Jake.
0: Yeah, yeah. It's like I, I can't change it. Oh, actually, that's not true. You could always go down yeah, to the, front right. of the courthouse. But oh man, I you like got Jake. a lot of names over the years, man. Jake. The yeah. S, Jay the S, Jake the Snake, the yeah, Snizzle. the snake Snizzle man. Snake, Jake the Snake, Jack yeah. the Snack, the most venomous Francis Sheridan. Um, I mean, I like it. I can't change it, dude. It's my name. It's cool. Now it's my name, and uh, you know, you fucking, it's fine. That's all good. It's funny it's like My last name is always a problem for everybody to pronounce or or, or to write. So on the tours. And, they, and every tour fucks my name up right so when I check into the hotel they spell Frazik all the way wrong yeah. And so I have to like, no, 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 They spell it wrong here. Here's my ID, my credit. Yeah, yeah. This is the right shit. You know, so they won't like, to log into the internet, you got to use your last name. Yeah, and yeah, and yeah. I'm like, yeah, I have to use my fake names that they fuck really? up. You know, because they just haven't <laughs> processed it <laughs> or all over the place. Like, <laughs> yeah, no but one it's F-R-A-C-Z-E-K. Right. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. really in Poland, it was Franschek. So when my grandparents moved here, uh, they changed it to Ellis Island, but they didn't make it any easier, really. Mm. They just took out a couple. So one of the bands on tour with us, one of the opening bands, Behemoth—they're a Polish like black metal band, right? And they're all straight from Poland. And so these guys are cool as fuck. They're super fun. We hang out, and so they know that my last name is Fracek. I like Polish eagle. I have like the name in yeah. letters. And so they they show me love, and they know my real like. It so be, do they
1: call you Fratchek?
0: Yeah, or they call me Jake, okay. or it'd be like Jakub Fracek is my real Polish name. And so they love me, and these guys are cool as fuck, dude. They're the most fun dudes, and we party. and They just they wild. They're wild dudes. They drink a lot. They party. They're super
1: cool, and it's funny. So. Cardic Rathor, right? Yeah. I mean, when I when you and I first met, <laughs>
0: remember? Rathor's a badass last name though, because it has the word wrath in it.
1: It's very powerful. Yeah, yeah. It also has the word whore in it, which isn't th- it well, doesn't have the same you, positive. Yeah, whore, wrath, Thor, but it's Thor. It's yeah, not horror. Yeah, yeah, right? Yeah. It's T H. When I, when you and I first met, 15 years old, I said uh, my name was K, and you're like, yeah, I'm not going to call you that. Do you remember that? K, yeah, because
0: it's like K. Your name's like K. It's yeah. Cardic. And so
1: okay, okay. the okay, only bye. thing when I was younger, and even to this day, okay, I, I only think the only the only um, true well, one of the determinants of success are whether or not people can pronounce my name without oh, fucking it up. Dude, As I'll if enough people know them. my name to say like, all right, it's Karthik Rathor or Karthik Rathor. You yeah, know? they
0: fuck up your first name more than your last. They name They do, right? yeah.
1: But yeah. you know, Karthik, Karthik. That's the French Carmen. Yeah, Carmen. I get Carmen, Carmen a lot. I get uh car sick a lot. I carsick, get. Yeah. Which what is a, almost like a joke. Name. I Color know. Sick. What was the other one that I got all the time? Carter. I get Carter, Carter. a lot, too. Carter. And I just go with that one, too, Sometimes because if it's, it's like, somebody yeah. that I'm not... Yo, when I when yeah. I order food, it's fucking Bill every yeah. time. Oh,
0: my favorite thing, whenever I order anything in place, I always use a different name. Yeah. And whoever's I'm with is always like, oh, shit, because it's always a different name. But then you got to remember which one you use. Yeah. And I go Joe, Francis, Kevin, Muhammad. Like, Muhammad, uh, you know, I always, yeah. So, so one time me and Prone, my boy Shakur... We were at, uh, I don't know, this, this place in, in Boston, this fancy deli. We were going to the studio, and you get like, to fill out the form, and you put your name on it, right? And then they call your name out with your fancy little sandwich. And I think I put on, God what, was, what name did I go? I think I went with uh, Elijah, or I don't know what name I did. I took some kind of wild name, and he took a real, like, court, like Kevin, yeah. Which is not even like a fucking Which is the name cabinet. I've used too, but go yeah. on. And so anyway, and then they called the sandwich for like, whatever the name was. Like, I wasn't a lie. It was some, maybe it was like Hassan. It was like an Arabic name I'd use. And they called it out and I walked up and the guy like, was still like holding the sandwich, up but looking away and then he's looking at me and looking back and like, uh, I was like, yeah, Hassan. And he's like, okay. he gives it, and then the guy's like, Kevin? And so Shakur rolls up and he has his like beard rocking <laughs> and, his, and his Aki beard rocking and then they're like, Kevin, and we just do that to fuck with these.
1: Yeah. That's but, uh um, good idea.
0: But you got to remember what name because you don't, know, they want you to know, be like, Billy, Billy. And you're like, oh, fuck, my goddamn, my my espresso's ready.
1: No, man. I always, I always use Bill. It was always the easiest. William, I thought. William. Yeah.
0: Billy. My last name never, dude, uh, Fraser. People were like, oh, Fraser. I'm yeah. like, no, nah, there's not even an R in the fucking name. Fraser. But don't worry. Don't try it. It's all right. I could just use my mother's maiden name. It would be a lot
1: easier. But what is your mother's maiden Colleton?
0: name? Colton? And the is family, it. is like Colleton, Carlin, Sheridan, like all Irish names. A lot easier to pronounce most of the time. For I like
1: single-syllable names
0: like that. Jake. Yeah, well, my mother's whole thing was like, okay, we, we don't want to name him Jake. We don't want him to have nicknames. So my Irish grandfather, his name was John. His nickname, I guess, was Jake, although I never heard anyone call him Jake when I was alive. But they're like, we're going to name him Jake, so that way he has no nickname. And then yeah. I have like 25 million Jake the Snake yeah. nicknames.
1: Well, a lot of those you created yourself, yes. so you can't blame but your the grandfather the coolest for thing that. is when
0: you start a couple of them, other people come with them, and like I have certain friends or certain groups of people that will call me Snake Man. Some are Snizzers. Some will call me like like the Viper. Some dudes of like J the S. Sometimes like Jake the Snake. Or, you know, different people have different yeah. ones for me, so it's fun. Um,
1: you know what's interesting about your name too is that it's not just the way what they they have all these different names and that the different names that they call you makes them feel a different way towards yeah, you yeah, too. Yeah, they have you a different know?
0: relationship towards me and stuff. And uh, it's funny, like which nickname someone's calling me usually shows me like how or where I know that person in my life how old they are to yeah. me or or where like they know me from you know
1: um, I don't think there was a time that I ever called you even when you were Jake the Snake Yeah, it was, to me. we were
0: before that yeah. I mean even though Jake the Snake was like a little kid nickname but, it, but, but yeah it was always Jake yeah. but you know it's funny it's like in my phone you're still Sub-Z I don't know am I Snake what am I in your phone Jake 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 Joseph Rattrick, do you have like my yeah. whole government name, my address? I always have like people's names on my phone and there's so many different things. It's well, so it, funny. You know,
1: it insults me when there's somebody that I'm close with that just has my name as Carter Grathor on their phone. Like, yeah, yo, I, after all these years, you yeah, still don't got it. I anything. usually
0: never put a last name in unless yeah. it's very formal or I'll have like the first name and then some word that'll give me a reminder of who it is,
1: like yeah, uh, like Wendy wheelchair, yeah, right. From of curb enthusiasm, you yeah. remember that, yeah.
0: And then like in like you know, in my other single man days, like sometimes you have a girl's <laughs> name and then the city she's from, yeah, or the dude is, is like and what his job is or his hookup, you know, or like people who've been assistants of mine on tour in certain cities when I need somebody, I'll have their name and then like their city, uh, but like the yeah. job description or this guy's a lighting dude or you know. Like, you don't say weed, Joey weed, but you you have, like, you know, Joey, whatever your slang is for weed, you know?
1: Have you ever uh, changed a, a woman's name in your phone to protect her identity in the event that yes. someone went through it? I've done that, too.
0: I know. I have my family members' names not the same. Really? Yeah, that's an old trick. for So if someone, you know, no one can put leverage on you if they obtain you it.
1: And I don't know what the fuck kind of life you've been living, man, but I've never no, been in a no, situation no, my life is where no, I'm chilling. I'm chilling, man. I'm cooling
0: nowadays, yeah. baby. We're cooling now. My mother
1: was going to name me Cowshick, which sounds oddly like Cowshick. The life- cowshick. Yeah, yeah, yeah thank sounds- God. And so, as, as in when with No and shit, man. Christ, thank no Christ. Christ. Shit.
0: My mother wanted to name me Alejandro, but uh, really? Skip put the kibosh on that since I'm not Latino.
1: But uh, if I was a that girl. That would have been good, though. You could have, yeah, I think you yeah, could have pulled one. I don't that know why my mom thought it was, she was like, I like the sound
0: of that. We were, if I was a girl, they going to name me Tamarind, like the fruit. Because mm-hmm. in, in Nevis, where we in our house in the front yard, we had this big ass tamarind tree that was yeah. super beautiful, and it was a cool fruit. But the problem was, I would have probably been called Tammy, which is horrible. So you it, think of some it, fat it. blonde woman with bad skin and like a polka dot dress, Tammy. Tamarind yeah. sounds kind of exotic, sexy, tall, elegant. Tamarind's
1: model. A, that's a darker color. Uh, yeah. Is it? It's a fruit, or it's? Yeah, a, it's like a fig. It's okay. a
0: it's a Caribbean fig that grows. are delicious. Okay. and it's like in this little.
1: We use a lot of tamarind powder, right? Like yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, like a lot lot of juices, a lot of tamarind flavored juices and smoothies and shit. Tasty. I think you're a little too uh, light skinned to be called tamarind. Nah,
0: dude, uh, I tan well.
1: I'm glad. (laughs) I'm sure you do.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Some grease in me. I got some grease in me. I tan well. I got pictures of me when I was a kid from living in the islands. I was fucking
1: golden. Like, dude, I've seen the pictures that you put on Instagram of of you and your mom in, like, yeah, back in the day. Yeah, man, that was. But if you're a white
0: person and you're tanning a lot like that, you got to be rocking high SPS. If you do that. And you, and you don't start that. You're gonna look like a leather jacket. When okay. you're Fifty. Fuck. It wears on. You gotta, dude. I rock SPF 80 all yeah. the time, and it's for two reasons. One, I want to protect my tattoos. And two, I am a white dude who likes to be in the sun. I know my place. I'm not trying to look like a leather jacket. So when you
1: surf, are you uh, are I'm you not, all the way up and down with it? If it's cold, depending
0: on the temperature, you wear a wetsuit that's pr- appropriate. What's the most comfortable way to do it? I prefer the warm water, so I'm just wearing like surf trunks and like a little rash guard, which is like. Not really thick, yeah, but it's a tight upper, like a shirt thing you pull over. Just and to are there a lot of stress. similarities
1: between skateboarding yeah, and, okay. That's why
0: surfing. I took super easy to surf and got really good quick because it was very similar. I mean, there is differences, but if you were a good skater or a snowboarder or a surfer, it's very easy to transition to one of those than if you had like no board skills. And board skills always came easier to me than like a basketball or yeah. a fucking video game system. So surfing was easy to pick up. You
1: know, And do you think that it's fucking strange, speaking of video games, that we, you and I never really... Did you ever really get into it? I no, never I got into I it. I didn't grow
0: up having a Me neither. So I
1: never... Sega Genesis 16-bit was the it, last one I had. I
0: played it at my cousin's and my grandmother's house, but I never had one in the crib, which I wanted, but didn't get it. And in the long run, I'm thankful because yeah. I never I never grew a, a, a super addiction to them. I mean, it was fun when I would go to other people's houses or the arcade, probably because I didn't have it. Yeah. But I have a really bad attention span. I'm really ADD. So I needed deep things to sink into, like art, drawing, painting, skateboarding, music, things that I would get sucked into, movies where I don't like TV. There's commercials that breaks up. I need to get sucked in. Video games was too quick. I just didn't care. And you're just sitting around. And we have friends our age that we went to high school with who I love to death that still play video games. And I'm like, God, if you're a girl, how do you keep your pussy wet around these dudes? And well, I remember when games? we were in 36.
1: When we were in college, like even a lot of your roommates played it. Spent a lot of time playing dude, video games, right? All my right? boys
0: in all our apartments, yeah, dude. I'm like I'm saying, our boys who are our age or some older still play a lot of video games. Yeah. And like I mean, shit, we all got our little things, right? I still like watching skateboard videos and and shit. So I really shouldn't judge, but I just I don't know, man. You still uh, fingerboard? No, fuck yeah. yeah. But I just imagine if I was a girl, like, what would you rather have your man doing, like, watching a skateboard video or, like, playing fucking Call of Duty on the internet with six of his boys? I don't know. Who, do, who cares? I just like making fun of shit.
1: Well, I'm, I mean, if I was a girl or if I was, uh, I was your a girl. girl, I don't think that I would enjoy either of those things. Yeah, but- exactly.
0: And I don't do that. And all the girls I kick with love that I don't play video games. But it's not, I'm not doing it for girls. I'm just, because I don't like fucking video yeah. games. I like, like, Tony Hawk when it first came out was cool. And they had this EA skate game that was more realistic, but I wouldn't play it to like win the points and the levels. Cause you do all this dumb shit. I would try to do the things that looked realistic, which aren't going to get you points. Yeah. Just cause I was a skater. It was yeah. so fucking people were like, what are you doing? I was like, no, this is exactly what it would look like in real life. <laughs> Go fucking dork. Um, you know, but like video games, man, this is a tough one, dude. Street fighter when I was like 12 was cool, but I just got such a bad attention span, dude.
1: That first person shooter, that first person shooter game, like that shit, kind of fucking freaks me out a little bit too. How into it people are? Yeah, you know? people love
0: that shit. I I guess I'd rather have them shooting that shit than a real gun, though. Fuck um, yeah. So you know, uh, but I mean, yeah, I don't. Video games just ain't ain't, ain't scratch my itch, man. You know, I don't know. Thank God, I guess, because I'm I'm out. I'm active. I could be fat as fuck on the couch in your mother's basement listening to some fucking. New metal record oh God or some fucking
1: slasher too or in uh you know oh. fucking the same type of shit that people think is real popular now that's the kind yeah. of shit that they be rocking,
0: yeah, I mean, I don't know video games ain't my thing I should never I don't know it's not my thing I'm good I'm glad there was like we call them like indoor kids like who didn't the parents maybe didn't let them hang out in the neighborhood or like go to the 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 the, the ball field alone or or ride around bikes and shit they were like. Maybe come in a little bit and go in and they would stay in and play video games and shit and dudes would like make fun of them because, you know, know it's not nice.
1: (laughs) I wanted to ask you this question too. Come with all the hard ones, dude. If you, um, in the event that you have a child, right, down the line when they're ready to go to high school, would you want them to go to high school like you did at NMH or at a boarding school like Uh, that?
0: That's hard to tell, man. I I think the, uh, the reason I was sent there and who I was sent there by, it was funny, without you know, explaining too much. Uh, I don't think the people who sent me there have no idea about that, like culture. None of them went to that kind of place. Nobody, they didn't know anybody who went to that kind of place. It was more to keep me out of trouble and maybe provide me with a little better uh, attention for like the kind of kid I was. I was smart, but if I wasn't challenged in a certain way, I had a hard time paying attention and obeying rules and shit like that. So something that was a little more artistic and that would keep me out of shit and maybe isolate me. And also keep me away from things that were going on at home that maybe weren't the best for me to be okay. around. So I, I I respected those choices, but nobody had any idea what this was like. Like nobody in a fam my family had ever gone to a school like that. And I
1: you know, But now you do. So I you've do, seen both sides so, of that.
0: So 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 my thing would be like, I'd have to I'd have to really take a peek at the school. I wouldn't want my kids to to be too isolated from what the common experience is. Um, but I want them to see more than anything. It's, it's like a fine line. It's a tricky one, so, dude. It what, has to be similar to our experience. Yeah. Our respect- I think it gives them a lot of independence in some ways. Depends, though, if it was a daughter. Dude, because we got some goddamn girls who come into our high school and turn fucking real hoish real quick. And not that dudes were any better for it. They were the ones motivating this. But goddamn, would you want your daughter to go to that kind of high school? Think about that. That just well, freaks
1: me the fuck out. Of the number of like strong, powerful, admirable women that have, that we went to high school with, that now totally blow my fucking mind. Like hell yeah, I'd want my daughter to be one of a person well, like those
0: that. Those ones, but like, what about the other half that like left after a year because? Well, that I, I mean
1: that I that, know, that, that, I, that speaks to grit too, right? I think it's, a whole
0: at crazy and like dudes who are in that shit are no better. I'm just saying, if you were the father of a young lady.
1: No, I wouldn't. But I think that you know now, your 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 daughter taking that path would happen regardless of if she went to NMH or went to a public school, or went yeah, to yeah, Andover yeah, for sure, for sure. So I think that the foundation it can happen anywhere. It can happen it anywhere, can, right? It
0: can, it can just I just know certain elements allow for a little more access because you're isolated from from certain levels of supervision, and you're 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 not only there, you're you're permanently isolated with people of an older age. Yeah. Not only just during the school hours, but twenty four fucking. Seven. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. And you're influenced by all those people. Yeah, as well, and and and, and
0: you're, you're you're you don't leave this environment to go home. Now I know with social media now it's different. You really never leave these environments. Yeah, all right, but you so and I it's a little different. But you're always there. She so always has to deal with the way the, the the kids are acting that you want to fit in, you want to be cool, you want to be yeah. liked, you want to be popular, you want to whatever.
1: The pressures are it's 24/7. You never escape it. You never yeah. go home. You and I dated women from or who are now women, girls then, but from from there and none of them none of those women had the reputation of of being like anything less than than stand up I mean people, the, the you know? serious
0: God who who you got think listening? I mean, Cardinal could actually answer that very like appropriately. Yes.
1: So no, I mean for real. Think about yeah, it. Like I mean, they're we're all... not gonna
0: lie about like there's you know, like I wouldn't yeah. say relationships, but there's a lot of interacting with uh, uh of girls there that was less than like respectable. So you know what I'm saying? You're worried friendly. So you... <laughs> Yeah, I don't want my daughter to be, like, dirt biking behind the football stands. (laughs) Dirt biking for listeners who can't visualize it. Imagine Someone holding two fucking handles on a dirt bike. Round, round. Those are penises. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) Dudes be, like, running trains. I didn't know that until just now, man. Like, pillowcases over the heads. Those are the horror stories that you hear about. Like, fuck. I would, you know, like, I could watch. I want to think that I would raise my kids, male or female, to have the wits about them, to not follow the lead, to not be too influenced. Yeah. But it's hard when you're young if you haven't been exposed to certain things and now you're away all the time. Yeah. And I can't check in imagine, with you. Not to mention you're
1: dealing with the fucking and older crazy kids. hormones and, and exactly. all that shit. Exactly. And yeah. now you
0: guys are like fucking stuck in this little situation. Yeah. I don't know what I mean like I mean. Yeah, that, that's an intense one. You got to have kids that are prepared for it. Like, you know?
1: Yeah. I know. So I think that uh, that's a, a... You would be hesitant about sending your kids there no, for that I, reason. No, it would
0: depend on the school. I don't want them to go to school with a bunch of snobby ass... Like, we uh, didn't. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There you know some. what? You know
1: what What's remarkable about our school yeah, too yeah. is that like there was a lot of money there. There are a lot of families that went there. That not
0: all of them was not, yeah. Not, not all, all them of them were cool. I don't remember. You kids coming from like from certain sports programs from the city. Yeah, arts programs are like maintaining. You know, you get a little. Uh, what do you call that shit? Like a student. What do they call that shit, man? Like What a,
1: student aid or Yeah, yeah, yeah. Based aid. on like what
0: you were doing, if you were a good art, you know, people got yeah, in there for art shit right. and shit. Um, and. I mean, he, it's got great benefits. I just I would have to know exactly what the school is. I just want to know what type of shit I'm putting my kid in all the time. You know? I don't know.
1: I would in a fucking heartbeat. Yeah, if
0: it was the right stuff. I don't want them there wearing blazers hanging out with a bunch of waspy blue bloods and Freemasons. But I don't I, like, I don't think that's my you know, my shit. Well so my brother went raising... to, my,
1: my brother went to a school like that where they wear blazers yeah. and, and I, he's not like that like a at all, you know?
0: Like Indian dude, like going there, like I mean that's just even if you're not like even no matter what you are, I don't know, man. I,
1: yeah.
0: I, I don't even know if I'm going to raise my kids in this country at that age. When mm-hmm. they're that age, I might not be living here. You know what I'm saying? Like, I wasn't living here early and I wasn't supposed to be living here later, but I was. But I might not be raising my kids at that age here. So, I mean, who who knows what the school experience will be there. It'll be a totally different thing and some of those concerns might not even exist there, Yeah, you know? Um, I don't think I want to, like, freak out too far ahead. First, I got to have the fucking kid and freak out about that. Yeah. <laughs> then I got to freak out about getting them into a good preschool and making sure they come out with 10 toes and fingers and yeah, eyeballs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then I got to freak out about them learning to like piss on their own and shit on their own. Yeah. You know, I got like levels of freak outs. <laughs> yeah. So I would have to the high school, freak out the sex talk freak outs for a while, dude. Yeah, I mean, my yeah, God, yeah. I in your you, you got to yeah. start freaking out just about that one. I am yeah. not even freaking out yet. I'm, you know, my freak out is just making sure my pullout game is still strong, which it is. It's my baby mama. Yeah, you know. I'm on child support.
2: She get work for chicks but I stay in court. It's my baby mama, she be riding caddy, and she always looking for sugar daddies. It's
3: my baby daddy, he, know. he always broke, and he ain't no good, nothing but a joke. It's my baby daddy, he know. It's nothing heavy, he be cheating on me, that's why I can't stand
2: Man, this freak has got me stressing. In the court, I must confessin' Players tryna get their checkin' Hooper Higgins on your neckin' In the jail, I can't be staying. And my teeth, you can't be taken. Child support can burn like torch When you get behind on payments Here they go, they send them letters Then they wanna come and get ya Probably shoulda used the jimmy Probably shoulda never met her Why you wanna try to impress me? Always lying, trying tryna caress me All these
3: so-called balls, this moments
2: I keep coming short, now not paying try So boss and no. these costs got me running, man. Spending nights with his other bridge